Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the lion's den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. It's time to fuck or leave. 6.03 p.m. May 26th, 2014. The Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Coming at you live from Las Vegas. What a tremendous weekend. Glenn Helen is back. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix, Guts Racing, all on board with us tonight. Guts Racing, the official seat foam of the Monster Pro Circuit team. Looked fantastic out there as uh, Dean Wilson's Kawasaki was tumbling through the air. Can uh, can hardly wait. Talk about Dean in a little bit here. Thanks for listening, everybody. We enjoyed having last week off. It was awesome. We're back now, back in a steady rotation of shows, and we thank everybody. Uh, Glenn Helen was fantastic. Cooper Webb, Talon Volan, Dan Truman from Get Ignitions, and uh, Steve Bauer is going to join us for a little bit to talk about the big air uh, kids uh, fun, uh, foundation he runs uh, every year and of course you can get this show on Stitcher, iTunes the Pulp MX app hey if you have the Pulp MX app there was, there's a best of David Pingree on there um, uh, on, under the bonus content best of David Pingree on the Pulp MX app you can listen to that and Ping's been on the show for a long time so you can check that out once again I'm Steve Mathis and we thank everybody for listening and also on the show with me tonight from Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com, former pro uh, motocrosser, supercrosser, factory Canadian moto racer, Chris Kiefer, what's up, man? Hey, happy Memorial Day. Yeah, exactly. I forgot to say that. Happy Memorial Day. You're Canadian. So. I know, but uh, you have anybody in the military? No, but I appreciate all everybody's uh, hard work that they've put in and all the guys out there right now. We, uh, we wouldn't be doing this without them. So. No, absolutely. I agree. And, and you know, the, a lot of people make fun of the Canadian military, but... We were there in World War II, bro. We were there in World War One. Yeah, you guys don't fight. We do. We do. People make fun of us, but we do. Really? We have troops. You we, only fight us we, when we try to come into your country. We sent them to uh, <laughs> Afghanistan. We were doing all that. Trust me. Canadian military. Yes, it's not on the level of the U.S., but it's somewhat of a military, okay? USA, bro. These colors don't run. Uh, we got their emails, your voicemails, the Race Tech email segment coming up, the BTO Sports, Gabba Gibbs, X-Brand tear-off questions, the NFAB question of the day, all coming up on the show. Uh, hey, producing the show, holding down the phones, uh, making things happen in the background. Uh, he's enjoying his Memorial Day. The Devin Gibbs. Gibbs, what's up? What's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs. No, Everything good? It. Oh, yeah. Enjoy oh. your week off? Yeah, it was cool. Did a whole lot of nothing. Uh, that's good. That's yeah. good. A Monday night, though, where you were thinking of coming over and just sitting behind the mic? Yeah. Just come by, sit there by yourself? Yeah, I would have probably just took this nice big couch, though. Yeah, there you go. Uh, hey, and uh, again, we're looking forward to having a great show. We thank you guys for listening. 
There is a ton to talk about, and uh, we're going to come up with Dan Truman. Um, also, hey, by the way, W Wheels, uh, they went one, two, three in the uh, first moto, 450 class, Kiefer. Nice. With W Wheels, and I want to thank them for hosting myself all day long in their VIP area up by the finish line. Air-conditioned room, food and beverages. Misters? Elevated viewing. No misters. Oh, okay. That damn John Anderson. <laughs> Cheap, bro. <laughs> Cheap, bro. <laughs> I uh, should have got the misters, but thanks to W Wheels uh, for everything that they do uh, for us, for Glen Helen and, and Racer X, too. They helped out Racer X as well. So, Kiefer, what's been going on with you? What's new? Well, I was supposed to test uh, Jimmy's bike, but I'm coming down with some uh, pneumonia, so I was sick in bed for like a week, you know. And uh, so basically, I'm just trying to play catch up on all my testing that I missed out and on. And, and uh, I've been missing the show. I haven't been here for a few weeks, so yeah, yeah. glad to be back. Yeah, thanks for coming up. You and Heather came up, made the drive up. Yeah, we love it. Um, How's things at Dirt Rider? Everything's good. Um, just busy. We got new bike season coming up, so we were just talking about that earlier, and can't believe it's not even June yet. We were talking about 2015 motorcycles coming out. So. I don't know if you can spill the beans, but you said you saw the new Yamaha two-strokes. Yeah. And they the, have made some significant changes. There's some, a lot of changes. I can't really get into it because then there's an embargo until yes. the beginning of June. But let's at least say that but they've changed I can. I can reassure everyone out there that the Yamaha lovers out there will love the new changes that are being made. Speaking of Yamaha. Yeah, kill. Right? Right. 1-2 in 250 class. Josh Grant wins the first 450 moto. Yeah, didn't see that coming at all. No. It's incredible. Uh, lots to talk about here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Let's bring in our, uh, our resident expert on the show uh, all the way from Boise, Idaho, uh, representing Fly Racing. Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? What's happening? How's things at Fly Racing? Uh, the last I checked, they were good, but I haven't been there since Friday. Uh, so, so things could have gone off the rails. <laughs> Burning since down. Then. <laughs> it's fun, anything's possible. You uh, try, try fly racing zone Trey Kennard, third overall. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I don't think he was like overly excited about his ride, but yeah. it was definitely. Uh, anytime we're on the podium, we're we're happy. Yeah, yeah, we got to work on those two fifty results, so JT. Yeah, it's been. Uh, <laughs> hey. it's, been a, it's a been a source of. You can conversation now, all, all year. You can rag on me for the X brand athletes. So, no, we we know there's a problem. I mean, we just basically, you know, you just got to spend money. You know, we got to spend in the right places and yeah. all those. Well, you guys seem to have more privateer riders than anyone. So. Oh, they got. We yeah. do absolutely. Yeah, that's you know, when you look at the budget, and it all costs money. Whether you're giving away gear or you're spending money, it all costs money. So it, that's where the bulk of the budget goes. It's is. a real, it's a real argument. If you're Fox. You dump all your money into three guys, four guys, and you run up front, yep. but, you know, whatever. Okay, so or you fly, you have a couple or of those well, guys. Yeah, there's a few guys that do that, yep. do it that way. Uh, or you have fly, and you just get exposure. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys are all local heroes. They're all fast as crap. Whoever makes the top 40. You know that, Kiefer. JT, you know that. So you have the local heroes running fly. You have fly covered by the spectator's eyes left and right. Maybe that's it. I don't. It's just two different it's, schools of thought. It's funny you say that because even when I go to local tracks and test, and just this, this is just Southern California, but I hardly ever see big brands like Thor and Fox. I see a lot of Fly. Like I see a lot of that at the track. You know, so it, it has to be working. Either they're, you know, I don't know if they're getting gear or not, but there's sort of a lot of it out there. Yeah, uh, FlyRacing.com. Everybody, check it out. All right, it's Glenn Helen. Um, where do we start? Uh, let me just go this way. Let me go. Let me start with this way. Let's start two fifties. No, let me start this way. Okay. JT, your biggest surprise from Glenn Helen, the takeaway. Jeremy Martin. <laughs> Easily. I mean, it's not even is this tear-off segment already? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. If it was tear-offs, he'd go on and on. Uh, Kiefer, what about you? Uh, 
honestly, Metcalf for me. What really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't see uh, fourth place. You know, and how could anyone not say Jeremy Martin? Well, you already said it, so I wasn't going to say it. So I know I'm just saying, but uh, I, I get, I totally get what you're saying. But I just think it's it's so obvious. Like there's just no way anything anybody could have seen that kind of domination. That was something else. Uh, he had twenty seconds, right? Twenty second leads, jumping the triple. He got two out of the three hole shots. It was a restart. He his fitness was incredible. He just he's in yeah. his element. There's For no- the people that weren't there. I. He he was gone. I mean, <laughs> gone. No, like you can't tell. No, you can't no. tell on TV because you can't see where anybody else is. In comparison, nobody but, is touched. Yes, gone. Yeah, his lap times were average to up to four seconds a lot better than anyone else on the track at any given time. He he told me after the race he's been staying in Southern California. The team likes him staying in Southern California. He's been doing that. That shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said uh, since Daytona, right? Whatever he's doing, keep doing it. When he was right, yeah, too, he, he didn't look like since Daytona. He didn't look like he was out of control or hanging it out. He looked no, like, no, he didn't look like he was trying. Right. Well, and you know, we got one of it. We got his teammate Cooper Webb on tonight's show. Webb came from fifteenth, sixteenth to second. Yeah. In the yep. in the first moto, second moto, he catches Blake Baggett and leaves him behind to get another second. Right. Like yep. Martin's ride was better. Webb's was. Pretty damn close. Uh, Webb had a great day. He was just overshadowed by Martin's ride. Yeah, but holy shitballs. The the new Yamaha uh, 250F looked great up the hills. I did ride ride that. uh, I did all the Yamaha demos, basically, on uh, last weekend. Uh, We didn't have a show, so I didn't get to talk about it. But, uh, man, I I can see, you know, their, their bikes are so strong in production form. I can right. imagine that they have a you know they have yeah. a really good base to build a race motor. From. I mean, is that I, the? I don't, I don't, it's not surprising. Is that the fastest two hundred and fifty F production bike you ever ridden? Yeah, and and I'm so jaded with the two hundred and fifty because it, it, no matter what, it still feels slow to me. Even a three hundred and fifty feels slow to me just because I've been on a four hundred and fifty for so long. Uh, but it, it was good. Like it, normally, I'm just like, oh man, this thing's terrible. But actually, right. what, that wasn't my first thought. I was like, oh, that's all right, you know. And, and for me to think that, it's it's got to be pretty good. Kiefer, we did a podcast a while back. You're, you're I was big on, on the back wagon. Yeah, already. yeah, yeah. No, I you, was there. You, so, and that's the thing. Like JT, I was like him. Like I'm a 450 guy. I ride smoother. I don't, you know, scrub everything in sight. But when I got on that 250, I was like, man, I can almost ride it like a 450 and ride it smoother. There's so much torque in mid range. Like, and I wasn't a fan of the 250 class as far as riding them at all. And then I got right. there. I'm like, wow, man, I like riding this bike. So it's it says something. Yeah, it was. I, I, I couldn't agree more with you. I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised. It still feels bigger than I would like. Like it's a wider bike, like the 450 is. Right. Um, but it, but motor wise, and the 450, the 450 is the exact same thing, except for it's even it, even more impressive. The are, 450 in production form is incredibly fast. Yeah, that's the, gnarly. So are we going to see Martin and Webb just? I mean, just podiums, titles. I mean. Is this a one-off thing, Kiefer? Or are we going to see these well, guys? We're not going to go that far yet. But I'm, I'm just—they were so dominant, so the, good. That's right. why I ask. And the thing is, <laughs> but you talk to almost everyone else, like they just wanted to get out of Glen Helen survive mode. You yeah. Know? So yeah. I don't know. I think uh, we'll see more. It's kind of funny, even when Supercross starts, everybody's like, "Oh, wait till we get out of California and everything yeah, will change." Yeah, and it's yeah. the same thing with outdoors. Yeah. So I uh, good for the Star Yamaha guys, though. You know what? Good for those guys. 
Um, yep. um, you, know, you know what I was thinking about today? Um, okay, so who who is really going to take it away and let you know? Like, I was, So Dean's out, you know, for yeah. a while. Yeah, what happened um, to your That's a Mustang. major contender. Purcell, he has a lot of work to do if he wants to beat Webb and Martin, from what I saw. Um, well, I think I think he will improve. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He, he will. But That's going into Hangtown, I fully expect those two to be at the front again. I do, from what I saw well, this weekend. I don't see I'm, anybody just uh, – maybe Baggett. Well, you know, Baggett wasn't too far off. Even if they, they, sl- were, even, they were quite a bit better. Even if they slip a bit, yeah. Even if they slip a bit and don't ride as well at Hangtown as they do at Glen Helen. They're still better. Um, yeah, they, they were quite a bit better. Okay, my I mean, bi- visually, you could just see it. My biggest surprise from Glen Helen is probably I thought the rest of the pack in 450s would be closer to Dungey and Roxon. How uh, what was the gap there? Uh, one minute between Dunge and wow. fourth place in the in Moto One. Holy shit! And thirty-four seconds in second Moto between Dunge and or between the second place and third place guy. Trey Kennard, Justin Barsha, Chad Reed, James Stewart. Matty. Just way back. Right? Wow. I, they they got some work to do. I didn't – okay, you tell me Dungey wins and Roxon gets second? Okay, fine. But they're going to be in a dogfight, but not at Glen Helen. Right. Um, I do think that track is one of the easiest to make a lot of time on because it's so gnarly, so rough, huge uphills and downhills, mm-hmm. lots of ways to lose time, make yeah. mistakes, screw turns up. Yeah. But I think that gap will come down. Well, parts. it's got to. It's. I hope so. It's got to. Well, no, I just think I just right. think it, that's the nature of Glen Helen. Is just it's really if you're if you're just on and you're just better, yeah. you can really show it on that track. Uh, disappointments from Glen Helen. Big disappointments. Uh, mine is probably probably guys like Dino. I know he got hurt and he's out uh, for a long time. Dino Baggett, um, Porcel. See, I uh, thought Porcel the, the, did well. Porcel, I, I should shouldn't say that he did okay. He did fine. Everyone thinks he he's going to quit. You know, no, no, no. He one, came away with the quit. fifth overall. Right. I think he rode he, pretty good because when he was in the first moto, I was watching him on TV and he was going backwards a little bit, and I was like, oh boy, here we go. Well, second but, moto, he went backwards too, but Wilson crashed with two laps to go. Right. Anderson's bike blew up, but he he went a little backwards, only a little bit. He would have went. He should have went seven seven on the day, but he, he went seven five as he, it was. He's still Porcel too because the the. The oh, segments should... that they showed him in, he wasn't jumping a couple of jumps. Oh, he, he... he didn't jump that back triple all right. day. Right, and yeah. he rolled it inside, and there was they didn't make any time up. No. So it's just like, guys. You, you should have saw JT after practice, Kiefer. Oh, is he tripping? Oh, he, the, the, he was engraving a plaque, no, no national title. He was engraving a national title plaque. No, but yeah. he was impressive <laughs> in practice. Let's be real about uh, it. I know, but you were very excited. See, that was. Yeah, um... I, I really, I didn't, even, I didn't even call him for the win. Um going into the race so i was impressed by his speed i think it just proved the point that he yeah is still the guy that can go ride yeah you know? uh, but he's definitely got some racing uh some rust to work off like you were saying when you're blake baggett and you get caught by the kid and dropped at Glen helen that's a little worrisome and then in the first moto he really was powerless to he moved up a bit but he said he only rode three days though why did he only ride three days because his eye uh that's uh-huh. what I, I heard an interview after the race. He's like, "This is my well." I rode three days prior to this race, so he's like, "I wasn't expecting a lot." So, right. Uh, what's your biggest disappointment, Kiefer? Uh, for me, I thought it was Stewart. I just thought he yeah. would be up in the mix more, you know. And and in the back of my mind, I knew he'd have some bike setting problems because it's 
outdoors is always a setting problem with Stu. So, mm-hmm. and especially at Glen Helen, and I know he's been there quite a bit. And uh, he the was... times that I was there, his bike didn't look very good. So, uh, but it, it surprised me that he wasn't on the podium at least. Oh, me too. Yeah, six six on the day. Right, lackluster. Uh, what about you, JT? Disappointment from Glen Helen? I think you guys have, have picked some pretty good ones. Um, man, I don't know. I think. Uh, what about Chad? I was going to say Stu, um, just because he didn't look like himself at all. Yeah, he just didn't. To me, he just didn't. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm scrambling to pick another one because that was who I was going with. So. Right. Right. No, absolutely. It. Uh, it. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, Dean Wilson. Um, out for a while, had to have been a foot peg, huh? That did that to him. We all saw the cut mm, on, on the internet, on on Twitter and stuff. Uh, that was gnarly. I didn't. Did anybody catch it at all? Him coming? Did he hit? I a, watched it live. He hit a kicker or what? Yeah, he his bike was uh, his bike was cutting out the whole moto, Ugh. and uh, he they were basically like pre jumping those bumps, you know, like right. typical Glen Helen. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he just went to like there was a pretty big one, and they were doubling doubling down the bumps and he went to do that and when the bike cut out he was leaning you know like when when yeah. a bike bogs you obviously go forward because yeah. you're anticipating the bike accelerating well coming down that hill that's a real bad place to be so as soon as the bike cut out he leaned forward and then just basically went straight over the bars when he hit the bump the bike didn't accelerate so he caught the bump obviously at the worst possible angle so and, uh yeah straight over the bars did you hear his bike cutting out i never did not from where I was. Uh, no, but I couldn't. I couldn't hear anything right. over the people screaming yeah, bloody yeah. murder on the hill. So. <laughs> um, geez, that's that's a rough. That's weird because that's uh, how many times that happened to him. This wow, year. that's probably his third or fourth time his bike has caused. Right. If if that is indeed what happened. Yeah. I saw his. his... I, I mean, he does it on. He he even motions on TV. Oh, um, he does. Before that, yeah. Uh, at his bike, so, and and uh, GL and Wygant really didn't know what to make of it, but obviously there was some, there was something yeah. going on. Yeah, I haven't watched a TV show yet. I was busy all day today. But uh, yeah, he, uh, he I, motions at it coming up to the finish line, and uh, I guess apparently on the they could tell in the mechanics area as well. Right. But um, um, yeah, yeah. So Bummer. what? Yeah. Just, so he's uh, done for a few few rounds, right? I would assume. Uh, I think a while. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming up with Dan Truman to get ignition. Cooper Webb on the show. Uh, Steve Bauer and the great Talon Volan, Lone Wolf, coming Talon. on the show. Ow! How about the FMF Honda he rode? That thing was sick. Uh, it was sick. It was okay, and then he put his Italian motor on it, and it got better. Italian? I heard it was pretty slow. The bikes were slow, I heard. Yeah, our bikes were pretty slow. Oh. I was there the year before. Oh, okay. They weren't very good. But he put an Italian motor in it, and it got better. I was just talking about when they had it all, the red pipe and all that. No, that was dumb. Oh, okay. I was there. Um, uh, Josh Grant. <laughs> Taking off with the first moto win. Yeah. That yeah. bike's fast. <laughs> that bike yeah. is fast, but, like, like I, Nicoletti, yeah. I thought he would fade, you know, because you look at Josh, and he doesn't look like he's in shape. You know, he's just a little – he has some – he's smooth, you know. He's not really ripped or nothing, and he hasn't done anything in a while. And, and when I was out testing that day and I heard that he was winning, I'm like, wow, I can't believe that. And then I watched the moto, and he didn't buckle, man, and – Roxman was up his ass, and he did not buckle. We'll have Dan Truman on here to tell the story, but I, I, suffice to say I thought he would buckle too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but did you see how pumped, not to say that he was Mike Alessi-ish, but first moto win, throws the bike down, celebrates like yeah. it's – Right when he did it, I'm like, dude. I don't like that. I don't either. And I I'm don't like, like that. Dude, you got another moto. You need to calm down a little bit. Right? And just chill out. They put two of them, count, 
There's two motos that count. Right. I, I don't. I, yeah, I'm with you on that. But I, I think I it was such just like Mike. I think it was just a big relief to get one off of his shoulders. Right. You know. So. And you know what? Full props to him in the second moto when he went down and he grabbed his leg and he was kind of sitting there. I'm like, oh, he's pulling off. Right. He's pulling off, and he did pull off, but only to straighten up his bike, straighten the front end of his bike, and then he uh, went back out there and got 15th. Right. And would have been easy to quit for him. So. And even Bob, you know, back a little bit. He was catching up, and then he went back a little he, bit Well, he more. flew off the track. And right. Another, another and then caught back up. Yeah. Yeah. JT, that's why Josh Grant keeps getting rides. Yeah. I'm, I mean, we can work with speed. It all comes back to that, really. I mean, it, you know, we laugh at it and make jokes of it, but that's what it's all about. I mean, but we do. You can hire whoever you want and think that and you're going to get, you know, top tens all year, but there's mm-hmm. very few guys who can run away like that and lead and then end up winning moto. But we, th- I mean, that's a Glenn Helen thing only, right? He is not. He's fast at Glenn Helen. Yeah, but he's not right. going to be. I mean, do, does anybody think this is the new Josh Grant where he holds it together? And no, gets, I, I don't at all, but okay. that's, why, that's, no, no, that's I know. why he gets rides. I mean, he did, he did that at Lakewood a few years ago. He, he has a history of doing that in certain yeah, yeah. situations. No, no, but I'm wondering, so, like, do we think this is any sort of rebirth he runs top five the whole year podiums i think he can't oh, he'll, have strong, he'll have strong days and he'll have bad days that's josh grant yeah <laughs> right he is right i think he can do top fives i think he's in that mix right there yeah it's just about holding it together the, you know the jgr guys are like of course he's he won he needs a ride yeah it's contract it's year. contract year yeah they all were that's his own team talking right but what a day for you well, pretty strong evidence back to I that mean, three moto wins out of four did Volman text you and get all excited? <laughs> I haven't heard from him. He could, be, he could be down in Cyprus right now, just laying on the grass. Just high-fiving Oliver yes, and yeah. Perry and everybody. Uh, you know what? They're good for those guys. Like, I mean, I've certainly been critical of star racing, and, and they have a checkered past, and you know they've not been able to hold on to riders and mechanics and things like that. And you know what? It's good to have some success. We had a Troy Lee guy third. We should have had a Rockstar KTM fourth or third. Yeah, there's no Geico qu- and PC were not on the podium, not anywhere sniffing it. Right. So Bogle did ride good though. He Bogle rode strong. Yeah, yeah Bogle he, rode good. Look, if he hadn't crashed in that second moto, first lap there, he would have done well. Yeah, and he was tripling that thing. All, yeah. So well, Jeremy was Jeremy Martin was just tripling that. Like he would stand no up other. like Bogle would seat bounce it, yeah. and then Jeremy would like soak it up more, yeah. you know. And oh. but uh, I'm I'm not a huge um, proponent of the Elmar chassis in both classes. But I'm all in on those engines. You can see, like, that, that jump that Jeremy was doing. Yeah. He was doing it easy. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the deal with the chassis situation, too. It's the same chassis. 450, 250s share the same frame. So when it, you, put, you add more horsepower to that 450, you know, obviously the chassis. Well, they share way, the exact same frame? There's no No, it's no the same structural. frame. The, I mean, the motor mounts are different, but the frame itself is yep. the same. Okay. This is what they told me. And the 250 is just it handles way better than the 450, obviously because you know there's less horsepower. But even cornering, the bike uh, sticks into corners better. Mm-hmm. You can move it. It just seems like there's more flex than there is in the 450. And uh, yeah, because I'm not a fan of the 450, but the 250, I I'll ride that bike all day long. And I think that. Yeah, and go ahead. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I agree exactly with what you're saying. I think for me, it's it feels like a bigger bike, and I think. That doesn't apply for everyone. It just feels big for me. Right. So I know I'm in the minority as far as, you know, size-wise, so it's just it's just not the perfect bike for me. But I, I seriously am very, very impressed with we, the engine package they have. We saw an angry Ryan Dungey. That was a nice pass. Yeah, good for him. A nice pass he put on Ken Roxon. 
Yeah, it's about time he got uh, he dropped his nutsack a little bit. Does anybody you know? have any problems with that pass on a teammate or anything? No, Does anybody... Other than he okay. probably should have done it five laps sooner. No. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, he looked like he, you can tell he gets excited for outdoors. You know, he had a bad year at Supercross, and and in the first mode, I was like, ah, oh, third. That's that's typical Dunge, you know, third. And then second mode, he gets a good start, and and he and I didn't think he was going to catch Roxon, but in the three laps to go, he was up in the mix. He's the diesel, bro. He yeah. just keeps going. Yeah, strong. Uh, and Ross he really, he really should have made that pass happen a lot sooner. He should have, he should have had a very easy last few laps, in my opinion. Well, he had a couple problems with lappers that definitely jacked him. Yeah, no, I know, yeah. but I think I just think other guys. That, mm-hmm. I still think it's his weakness. Other guys would have made that happen sooner. You know, he was and making you know, up, making up time that I noticed on TV, and you guys were there. I don't know, but the big bowl sweepers that they had there. Yeah. he would always stay way inside and low, and he would catch Roxon ten bike lengths right there because Roxon would rail the outside. Yeah. Like Talladega, that one in the back, and then that one on Showy Hill, Roxon would rail it and then jump far down the hill, but Dungey would just hit the inside and just catch him, you know, three, four bike links every bull turn. It was pretty cool. 702-586-7857 uh, is, the show, is the show number on Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. You know what? F it. First person who calls 702-586-7857 wins a pair of X-Brown goggles. That's it. Right. First call. They get to pick their color, or you just... No. Like- Oh. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? All right, Devin. First caller gets it right now. Look at Devin. He looks all out of it. He looks like he's. Are you okay? Oh, I'm good. I'm just waiting for the first. You're looking caller. Like you're half asleep. I'm tired. You look oh, tired. Gosh, I'm without on. a doubt tired. Too but young. Don't worry about it. Okay. I'll be. All right. I'll... Regroup, bro. Hey, man. Need some coffee? I'm... Yes, and I'm dedicated. All right. First caller, we got him. All right, we already got it. Never mind, people. Already back off. Uh, that guy wins X brand goggles uh, right now. So. Davey Coombs is beating up your kid. So Michael Lessie didn't race. <laughs> That's a kid intro. Michael Lessie did not race. Oh, Michael. JT, did you hear some of the things going around about that? Uh, I don't know exactly what you're referring to, but I'm, I don't know that I can disagree with some of the theories I heard. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if it was almost anybody else, people go, oh, yeah, he's sick. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, man. When Michael Lessie's sick, right. I mean – it's rocky. They haven't earned the benefit of the doubt, and people were just running wild with theories. It depends on who you talk to, man. It was awesome. That- did you go to the USADA meeting? I did not. I did talk well, to Wygant. Well, I talked to many people that did. Yes, yes, me too. And he was the only one that got into a verbal discussion in front of everyone with the USADA people. Oh, man. Yes, yes, I understand. And there was a lot of back and forth and a lot of question asking. And then uh, – but very in-depth conversation about and, – and he, Mike Lessie was very upset with a, with a few things and the way they were going about things, and then magically he doesn't race. And I'm, I'm not saying they're connected. I'm not <laughs> because I don't know that. Many people, but it's very suspicious. So if, if people want to connect those dots, I can't really say that it did or didn't happen. I don't know, but it's well, very suspicious. And then there was the, the word that uh, Tony was sending videos of Mike puking to people. What? To show that he was sick. Here's a video of my kid puking. Oh my god, dude! I don't know. And I've, I've seen, I saw, I, I saw an actual uh, hospital like diagnosis check-in report, whatever you want to call it. Oh, from Asterisk. So, yeah, there, there definitely is uh, proof that he was at the hospital and the diagnosis and all that. I, I actually saw this. So well, that's good news. Like I said, I, I'm not saying that that happened. I'm just saying it's very suspicious, and well, they, I can I can certainly understand how people would put that together. 
there's a drug ring inside of MX Sports. <laughs> there's, there's, uh, yeah, there were people at that USADA meeting that was like, what is these guys talking about? What are they talking about right now? But Yeah, that's, you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot. I would ask about one question and then be the USADA was basically saying, look, a lot of over-the-counter supplements you guys are taking Hammer. are probably illegal. Right. Uh, you, need to check these ingre- you need to check the ingredients, check our ban list, get yourself right, and make sure you know what you're taking over-the-counter. It wasn't and, your show. I don't remember. And then, Claritin, and, too, is like you can't take Well, yeah, but it, uh, from what I understand, it would be a massive dose. Oh, okay. Uh, and then basically the USADA guy said, basically, from what I hear, they didn't say this, but they strongly hinted that because they were telling you this on a Friday, the day before the race, they didn't test the Glen Helen. Right. But they will be testing, but they're basically saying, we're telling you guys now, we don't want to catch anybody. Get we your don't, shit correct. Yeah, we don't, we're not out here to, to, to screw you guys all over. Right. Please look at the ingredients. We will be testing in the future. Wow. So Yeah, I guess uh, they were saying that it's, a lot of those supplements are unregulated, so they're basically, it's a real just cluster F of yeah. what their companies are putting in these things. So you can't just go off of, oh, it says this, because a lot of times that's not actually what's in there, because yeah. there's, no, there's no monitoring of this stuff. So Still a good thing, uh, though. Still yeah, a is. good deal. I, I agree. I, I'm on board with USADA being involved. I just... I, I really hope that someone doesn't get a year ban when they really weren't doing anything that they thought was wrong. No, but on the other hand, they have to pay attention. They have to be smart. I mean, we go, you know, some pri- I predict some privateer will get caught. What's the first That's what I mean, which yeah. sucks. That but, sucks. But, hey, you know, make yourself do the right thing. What's the know? first offense? What do you get? Uh, it's just like big time, dude. Oh, it's yeah, big. Oh, yeah. It's a year ban. No shit. Yeah. yeah. The first one is big time, and then, and then the second one is like, you're done. I'll be down. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely... And they're going to test privateers. They're going to go all the way back to the 35th guy. Uh, no, I think it's random. It's okay. random. Yeah. But anyways, it's, it's good. It's a good thing. Um, all right. Hey, let's as get As long as it doesn't turn into a witch hunt, I'm on board. It's not going to be a witch hunt. That's what I said, as long right. as it doesn't. Uh, all right. Let's get to our first guest. Uh, former uh, mechanic in the sport for many years. Now works with the Get Ignition uh, guys as well as Athena. Uh, he's in the pits almost every weekend. Dan Truman. What's up, guys? How's it going? Good. How are you? JT's on the line. Kiefer's here. Hey, uh, Dan, can you recap our bet before the 450 Moto 1? Maybe take our listeners through sort of what went down there. Yep, yep. Uh, We were standing by the finish line. Uh, Steve was eating some food. The gate was about to drop. (laughs) Uh And uh, I offered to to take Josh Grant to cross the finish line first. On the first lap. On the first lap. Wow. I, and I like my odds. I had 39 guys. He, he had one. Wow. So 39 guys. Yep. Uh, Josh Kent, as we know, he crossed the finish line first. And then uh, I offered double or nothing for five laps. And Mass has jumped on it. Yes. And uh, uh, again, at five laps, <laughs> still, still ahead. Yes. Uh, I, am now, I am now $10 in the that. hole. Right. So now he wants to bet $20. Uh, at the 18-minute mark, Josh Grant will not be leading. Uh, we were at about the 11-minute mark, I think. And, uh, again, he took the And, uh, again, he lost. <laughs> and that's pretty much how it went. And then Truman said, look, do you want – I'm already in the hole 40. He's like, do you want the moto? Do you want that Grant – Josh wins the moto? And right. I, I just, nope, I'm good. You backed out. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, he just walked away. He couldn't take it. I am done. Couldn't take it. Luckily, <laughs> yes. No, but you should have seen him. He's just he's just like, come on. Come on, doubler. Come on. And uh, I, I was like – I was already amazed. Josh rode great. He rode fantastic. And um, 
But I, I luckily I won on another bet to saw that bet in half. But I am still in I am still in the hole for Dan Truman. So man, he should have put out a palm reading yeah. deal there too. Well, he, get some money. he goes to me, "How much you want to bet Josh Grant leads the first lap?" I'm like, "Come on, dude. Yes, I'll take that bet all day. Thirty nine guys, I got. You know, right. I know he's good at Glen Helen. I know he's going to run well, but I'm not predicting the lead. Did you, did you know he's on a he's on a get powered bike? Did you know that? Oh, see, I did not know that. Uh, hey, yeah, and, and let's get let's get right into that. So. Uh, get ignitions, get data logging, uh, really taking the pits by storm. And I really wanted to get you on here to talk a little bit about some of the technology that's going on in the pits. And you guys are killing it right now. Uh, uh, Pro Circuit, JGR, Star, Valley, Suzuki, RCH use the data stuff. Uh, a bunch of other teams use the ignitions. Privateers use it. Um, you guys are really making a mark in the pits. People are really uh, finding uh, this uh, equipment to be very helpful in their success. Yeah, on the um, on the ECU side, it's it's been great. In 2014, we came out with a Wi-Fi ECU that's programmable from a smartphone or a, any tablet. So for the privateers or or any of the you know retail public, they can buy an ECU and and make changes at the track from a you know an iPhone or or an iPad. So it's they don't have to have a laptop. So it makes it it makes it very easy for them to to change ignition timing or or their rev limiter or things like that. Um, with with the race teams. Almost all the teams have their own guy that does the mapping, yeah. whether it be Pro Circuit or, or JGR or Star Yamaha. So with those guys, we provide them the product, and they do a lot of their own mapping. It's not really, you know, I don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. So, but, um, but, the data, but, uh, but the data log is all used by those guys. Yeah, the data, uh, actually, almost, uh, I would say, like 90% of the teams race with our data system. Uh, Yoshimura Suzuki and RCH both use Just Get Data. Um, as well as JGR, Star Valley, mm-hmm. Pro Circuit, you know, KTM uses data. So with the data stuff, it's good because we can go back and look and see after the race if something happened to the bike. Yeah, uh, we we can look at we can look at Wilson's bike and and we can tell what happened to it. You know, um, to solve problems like that. Yep. So that's a it's, it's a big benefit for all the teams. Dan, you were a mechanic for many years in the pits, as was I, tuning carburetors and. Uh, you know, at Yamaha, we thought we were pretty cool because we had a, we had a ignition that uh, changed once the rider hit third gear. Uh, so we thought we were pretty cool. Um, this is way, way past all that stuff. This is really changing our, our sport and making bikes uh, uh, easier to ride and more powerful and everything else. This is a big deal, a big change, probably the number one change since we were mechanics. Yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff. I mean, for instance, we have um, – we have some stuff that uh, the Star Yamaha guys and Purcell, are, and as well as JGR, just the Yamaha guys really are, are testing with it, and it's for the start only. And as you can tell, this weekend <laughs> it seemed to work pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, Purcell was the worst of the Yamahas, I think. Even Rodriguez in the one start that he got through the first turn, he was good. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we were really happy with the results on that. And uh, hopefully it's something we can take to the retail side. You know, the biggest thing for us is making it all cost efficient. Yep. Electronic-wise, it's just very expensive. And we have to make it to where, you know, the retail guy can afford it. Right, exactly. Hey, give us an example of things on the bike that you can you can uh, change with your with your, with yeah, your on the, ignition. On the ECUs? Yeah. On the ECU side, we can change all, all the perimeters as far as ignition timing and, and rev limiter. The rev limit's good for the 250 guys. You know, a lot of them like to rev the bike out, especially coming from the amateur rate. Yep. So it's really good for all those. 
Um, you know, and then fuel, like Colorado is a big race for us because of the altitude. Mm-hmm. We go, we go there and all the privateers are like, Oh, my bike doesn't run. It doesn't work. And, you know, even with just the phone, you can change ignition and, and timing and all that stuff. Uh, you can change the crank table if you, if you want to get advanced, if the bike's hard to start when it's cold or hard to start when it's hot, mm-hmm. you can change all that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it's a lot, a lot more advanced than the carburetor days. Oh, no doubt. And then when you're logging it all, you can GP, you have a GPS on your bike, you're logging it all. You got an outline of your track, and especially the nationals, you got an outline of your track. You can pull up on any corner. You can pull up a section of the track and see what the bike's RPM is, see where the throttle position is, see uh, um, yeah, you know, see, what, much... see what gear they're in. Yeah, you know, we've had instances where where guys um, get a bad start and they're like, "Oh, my bike died out of the gate," and you look at it and they just dump the clutch. You know, we have we have sensors on all that stuff, so yeah. you can run. Uh, you know, you can see TPS, uh, the throttle position. You can see gears. You can see all that stuff. You know, we've had an instance in Supercross where a guy says his bike won't pull him through the whoops, and you go look at it, and he's in third gear. You know, yeah. So it's uh, it it kind of takes away rider error as far or rider use. I mean, yeah. Um, as far as as far as oh, my bike did this or my bike did that, it just it help it helps the team. Yeah. Um, we solve, pro- solve we, problems. We had this at Yamaha. We had a data bike. It was about uh, four pounds heavier. Um, it, you know, we, we couldn't race with it, obviously. We it had all to put, 2D we, stuff. Yeah, it was all the 2D stuff. Yeah. We had Villeman go out and ride it, and we looked at the things, and it was just so hard to use yeah. and adapt. And now, thanks to Get and these ignitions and, and the data logging, things are just, you know, all new. They're all, even guys like the Deuce Deuce, Seven Deuce Deuce can go out there and. You know. So is the ignition yeah. on, available? On the, data, on the data side, we we partnered up with Morelli, and uh, we have a good software called Wintex, and mm-hmm. and it's pretty good. Uh, Yamaha is really really good with it. They use it on the road race side as well, so it's it's really user friendly, and uh, that's the biggest thing: making it user friendly and, and price efficient. We offer a lower end ECU that's a plug and play ECU. Mm-hmm. It's not as uh, yeah, it's not fully tunable like the other ones, but it does come with a good map, and you can download maps from our website for free. Some of them are you have to pay for but it's a you know it's only five hundred dollars retail so it's a really good good price ecu you to have get more performance out of it you and jt go way back you should make a jt map just just whatever just whatever just call, just call it the jt map you need it about <laughs> the jt map the rpms <laughs> real low rpms uh german yeah. supercross uh <laughs> mapping you know real tight <laughs> jt had some he had some moments where he wanted to blame anything. He would just blame me for it. <laughs> give us, give us the best JT freakout story you have. Come on, the best uh, one. I know there's been many. We had a, we had a there's been many. I mean, I remember one when I felt like my life was in danger. Uh, San Francisco. I think Billman Bill, took him out. Oh, that one. Yeah, um, yeah. I got, I got on the back of the bike. We went across that bridge like fourth gear wide open in the rain. And uh, he, pulled, he pulled in the Yamaha tent right up to the door at Yamaha and he held his bike wide open until it was about to blow up. Yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> that, that was, I mean, there's many of them. We've had some in Europe. Uh, yeah, yeah. But that's one, one I was scared. Uh, the other one that comes to mind was Vegas when him and uh, Matt Bonney weren't getting along and they fought the whole way from the track. Oh, uh, yes, my, yes, you know, yes. Me and the mechanic were just pushing each other, trying to stay away from getting run over by our own guys' bikes. <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead, Kiefer. Yeah. You, so the ignitions that you guys have, they're available to the public? Yep. Yeah, both uh, the, our, our cheaper ECU is called a Get Power, and it's available. And then uh, one's all the teams use. It's called an Evo. The only real difference in the ECU is the, the Evo, the more expensive, is programmable. You can go in and tune it with our software and things like that. So is it kind of similar so. to – 
not to say your guys is the same, but is it similar to the Vortex where you can have like 10 different kinds of maps with a knob on it? <clears throat> you can adjust it? No. Um, ours aren't adjustable on the ECU. Ours are adjustable with software. Okay. Um, but I don't, I don't know too much about the Vortex software. Um, ours would be like, um, there's more perimeters, I can say. Right. Uh, we have uh, GPA, which works as a, it's called Get Power Assist. It works as a, it's not traction control. There's no wheel speed sensors. It works as a rate of change off RPM to reduce wheel spin. So, you know, for Supercross, guys love that. Mm-hmm. It works awesome. Yeah. For Supercross. Uh, what about engine braking? Can you, you can tune that, one, I would guess, on the, yep. on the downside? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When we, when we worked with Burner, he was a really good tester for us, and mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't like a lot of engine braking. Where when JT used it, JT was wanted engine braking, and uh, yeah, we can take that stuff out. Um, you know, less engine braking, things right. like that. Can you can you give us an example, Truman? Of and you don't need to name you don't need to name the rider or the or the team or anything, but can you give us an example of something where basically where the data logging and the ignition, not even your ignition, just the, the factory team's ignition, but using the data logging helped a rider either win a race. Or jump an obstacle, or can you give us any sort of stories that would you know put a real yeah, world yeah, thing I mean, on like it? I was, like I was just saying, it, it, it was earlier this year. Yep. One of the riders was claiming that his, his bike was was slow, and uh, yep. and he was in third gear in the whoops where he should have been in fourth. With data, we were able to show him that he was in third. Mm-hmm. And uh, after after practice, we went and showed him, and uh, you know the the team. Went and worked with him on it yep. between, before the main event, and he was able to win the main event. Oh, there so, we I go. Mean, that's, okay. Without yeah. the with, without the without the data, the mm-hmm. rider would have just assumed he was in fourth gear the whole time, you know. And uh, yeah. he just kept saying, "I'm running out of power. I'm running out of power." And uh, really, he just needed to shift. Yeah, you guys are like shift shift up one, and you'll be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, you'll be you'll be good. So, I, I, I mean, it's yeah. it's things like that. It's 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 small, but uh, when you can see the track map and and you can look and see. You know, it does segments and all that, too, so it helps. You know, you can see where you're slow or yeah. or fast, and, and, you know, you don't have to use beacons or anything like that. It does a GPS signal, so it makes it easy for the for the team and the riders. That's bitching, dude. How long, Truman, yeah. and the rules go against this right now? The rules go against uh, uh, changing on the fly. How long until we're there, though? Yep. Uh, do you think they'll ever change the rule? Um, we, do you think they'll? Uh, we've had meetings. We've had meetings with AMA and FIM about it <clears throat> because yep. with our Wi-Fi stuff now, they were very scared that you yeah. could walk down the starting line and change other people's ECUs. Right, right. So we made all we made them all password protected and yep. you know and had to kind of it, it took a while and um, I, I don't know it's definitely possible they yep. do it in any car and yeah, racing yeah. but I, I I think that we had to fight to make ourselves legal and it's not there's nothing different than like say other companies that do it, but they just don't understand it, really. I think AMA didn't understand our our data. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there was a the whole thing with Stuart running those sensors, and then they were wondering what was going on. But in a sense, the stock bikes come with, you know, ignition changes that you're able to map. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? So, like, how do you – like, it's yeah, – I mean, and we do, we, do have, we do have all that stuff. Yeah. We have wheel speed sensors to run real traction control, but it's not legal, and, yeah. and no one's ever ran with it other than Stewart at Phoenix, I believe, in the one practice. And they were just doing that to test it. Yeah. Um, Larry, Larry Brooks was one of the first guys here to use it, you know, in the U.S. when he was at L&M. And kind of helped get, get started over here in the U.S. as far as, like, pushing the product. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and that whole Stewart deal, you know, it was – 
you know, they say any media is good media, and it, and it was good for us. It was, <laughs> right, right. Well, it, was, it was bad, but it was bad, but it was good. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, right. Um, so yeah, you got to get the get ECUs and the get uh, data loggers, which uh, the data, like like Dan said, half the team in the pits, over half the team in the pits are using the data loggers. Honestly, and... our our biggest seller is a we have a wireless hour meter. It's uh, yeah. it's completely wireless and it just it just sticks on the frame yep. and it's resettable. Like overall overall time stays the same, so mm-hmm. you can never like forge over all the time. But the yep. uh, so we have uh, a lot of teams that put them on just their engines because they send them to practice bike guys and yep. and uh, wherever and and they want to know exactly how much time's on that engine. Yeah, and uh, I use a lot. Yeah, of those it's on good. Our stuff. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's our biggest seller. So. Hey, and also too. Um, getting you on the show here you want to offer our listeners a 20 percent off discount if they want to get anything from uh yep. get yeah any anyone that calls uh in the next week and mentions the uh, pulp mx show give them 20 percent off any get or athena product you know we all the athena stuff as well on the pro racing side it's not as much athena but on mm-hmm. uh you know regular off-road side we have all the big board kits gasket kits Things like that, piston kits. Yeah, big board so, kits, uh, not on the pro side. Keeper might need one of those. Yeah, Ke- yeah, I know all about those. Those are good. <laughs> Kiefer ran a big board in 04, I believe. Yeah, Anaheim, roll some insides, triples. It's uh, good. Villeman busted good. him on the show here. You, you would be. You would be very surprised with the calls I get uh, throughout the year of people ordering big board kits. Oh, I know. Uh, They're not even on the outside of the cylinder. Yeah. You can't tell. I, right? I get the yeah. call. Hey, is it? Is it possible to get an Athena big board kit without Athena on the cylinder? I'm like, no, it's not, it's not possible. <laughs> oh, I bet, I bet, yeah, I bet you get it. Surprised. I mean, you mean there was uh, actually a two fifty guy this year, and and he asked for if we would give him one. I said, no, I I can't give you a, a big board kit to go race outdoors in. It's just that's not the company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No doubt. If you want to buy it, I guess we'll sell it to you. We have not. <laughs> yeah, have have your neighbor buy it. Buy it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. So our listeners, twenty uh, percent off. I really wanted to uh, to get Dan on here. Twenty percent off on some Get or Athena stuff. Just mention Pulp Mech Show when you call in, and Dan will make it happen. Uh, yeah, and if anybody wants to learn more, I mean, the data's it's not you know the data and ECU stuff's not real easy. You know, some people are scared of it. If anyone wants more information, they can call me. Uh, you know, I'll be willing to give them more information on it. Well, what about we how, have a plug and play ECU for your everyday guy? So. How, how are they going to call you if you don't give them your number? Do you want to give your number out on the air? Yeah, yeah, I'll give it out. All right, go ahead. Uh, it's 941-448-0650. There we go, Dan Truman. You can get some stories on JT, too. No um, selfies or texts or nothing, Yeah, right? Yeah. No, I, I, I want to get you on because I think this is an under-talked-about revolution going on in our sport with these bikes. And I, what's, I, what's I really cool, believe too, that. is like what he was saying about the data stuff, it's even would be good, what I was just thinking when he was talking is, even if you're a newer rider and you're a father and you want to know what your kid's doing on the track or whatever and you kind of can follow the track and know exactly what's going on with the bike and you can yeah. relay that message. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, it was pretty cool. The The Cowie guys yeah. p- pulled up RV's uh, data logging uh, for, for uh, I don't know what track. I think we were at Freestone. So it was a couple of years ago. And then they exploded, they exploded the back corner turn to me and showed me where he was on the throttle what gear he was in, what percentage of uh, fuel was going in at a certain section of the track. There's no hiding anymore. And I'm like, yep. wow. <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was that in-depth. I'm like, holy shitballs. That's cool. You know? So Yeah, and it, it's it's crazy that the things that you can do. And I think it does make the riders better. I think uh, I think a lot of riders understand it. You know, the guys like, like Chad Reed, who's really good with testing and things mm-hmm. like that, yeah. he looks at data and he, he can take the data and turn it into you know, something on the bike. 
you know, if you just have data on your bike and you don't know what the hell you're looking at, it, it yeah. really doesn't help you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, really. So, um, all right, hey, before we let you go, of, before let you, let's talk about Glenn Helen a little bit, Dan. So, okay, Jeremy Martin was the biggest surprise. We all agreed on that, right? Uh, what was your second? Yeah. Big, what was your be- second biggest surprise? What else opened your eyes at Glen Helen? Uh, I thought Jason Anderson was. I know he had a bad second moto because of his bike, but I think he rode really well. Oh, he was me pretty too. far back. Yep. Uh, in both motos, um, I didn't. I didn't. I knew he would be good, especially with confidence. But mm-hmm. uh, I think he was better. Better than I. Better than I expected. Yeah, he was really strong. I, thought, yeah. I, we, I think we all thought, you know, Baggett and Dean and. And I, I had Martin up there, you know, and yeah. I knew he was going to be fast. I didn't think he was going to win by 20 seconds. But if he would have won the moto and, you know, Baggett got second, I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah. But I definitely was surprised by the margins he won by. Thoughts on Porcel? I thought he was good. Uh, I think he, he hasn't raced in a long time. I mean, I definitely think he's going to win some races this year, and he'll mm-hmm. get better. Yeah. He wants to win this title. And usually when he wants something, he really goes for it. Um, I kind of feel like this may be his last chance to prove to everyone he can win. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think he was fine. He probably should have. He probably should have went like seven eight or seven six on the day. He got kind of lucky second moto, but yeah, you know, it Still. is what it is. He, he was there. Are you so. are you a surprise? I I talked about this before we got you on the air. The rest of the four fifty class looks like they have a shit ton of work to do. Uh, Roxon and Dungey <laughs> were just gone, gone. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. James didn't seem like James out there. No. Um, six six. I don't know that he's ever gone six six. Um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I honestly, I don't know if he's ever gone six six. Um, Trey was fast. He had the crash with James in the first moto, but yeah, they were they were so so far back. Um, I, I don't know. It was surprising. Yeah. I knew they would both be good, but yeah. Easily. Right. I mean, yeah. You know, Grant rode good too. The second moto, he crashed, went into the mechanics area, and then crashed again in the same spot, and still got fifteenth. Yeah, so, I, I thought Grant know, was pulling I off. Has, I think he has. I thought Grant was yeah, pulling off. Was and, and, and leg or back. Yeah, yeah, to his credit. No, I agree. To his credit, he, he kept it up and kept it going. Uh, Truman, happy Memorial Day. Thanks for coming on. Um, 20% off. Uh, where can people go? What's the, web, what's the website address? Getdata.it. Getdata.it, which is Italy, uh, Italian company. Um, uh, all right, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good night. And, uh, yeah, if anybody has any questions, give me a call. All right, thanks, Dan. See you. Uh, there you go. I, I, do you agree with me, JT? It's a huge change in the pits. It's a big change. Yeah, and, and, I mean, I've been dealing with it since, I think the first time I used it was at Dallas 2011. Um, and Dan was my mechanic, for those that don't know. He was my mechanic for years and years. So he was working with those guys because his uh, – Basically, his dad worked for a company that's owned by Athena. So he was already kind of tied in with that whole thing when he was still my mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of brought this stuff over. And I'm like, hey, you, if you guys want to try this, like, it, it really works. And you have uh, – it's not technically traction control, but it you know, it basically has the same characteristics as that, and you can adjust it. Yep. So obviously, at Dallas, with, yeah. you know, the dirt is notoriously bad there. I'm like, yeah, let's try it. You know, I'm uh, – you know, my knee was already destroyed at that point. I was struggling pretty bad, um, basically no ACL and all that. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. And, uh, man, it really it really is noticeable. It makes a huge difference. Kiefer, we got to get you on the board to get, the, get that tested. I was just thinking, too, we should – I was just – I'd love to do some, like, back-to-back stuff. Like, I would like to get a Vortex and a, and a Get and just kind of do yeah. some back-to-back testing and see how it, it really does. Because I've tried other ignitions, and 
they make huge differences on the bike. So yeah, and and I love the concept of their their data stuff. That's I mean because. I come from a background with all 2D stuff, yeah. and that's a pain in the ass, like yeah. you said. Yeah. This stuff sounds like way, way more sophisticated. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I'd love to just tinker around with that kind of stuff. No, but I tell you what, when, when Dean Baker was doing our bikes, our JGR Suzuki's in 2012, um, the map that he built for our outdoor engine was, was ridiculous. Putting, putting a stock ECU or even, like, a over-the-counter ECU on versus that, you know, like they're completely programmable. I mean, yeah. you can build it from the ground up. Yeah, it was. It's insane how much difference you can make. I yeah. mean, it, it's yeah. like basically like a factory ECU. It's, it's no. and and if you if you have a pretty smart guy helping you out, you're a privateer, and you have a pretty smart guy helping you out, kind of know what's going on a little bit, like a uh, Jim Lewis would helping out Jimmy Albertson, or, or you know your mechanic. Uh, this stuff's this can help a privateer as much. as This isn't like a massive factory rider advantage. Right. Anybody can have this stuff. Right. And everybody it basically, it, it really, if you have somebody that's knowledgeable, it really is like buying factory equipment. It right. really is because you're, it's as close as you're going to get anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, you're completely able to manipulate how, so, the, how the bike works and add horsepower. Kiefer, when you run the big bore, you can see exactly. Oh, I had an ignition on my big bore. Okay, all right. Well, I'm saying if you had a logger, a data logger, you can see, <laughs> right. you know, what kind of, what kind of RPMs you're pulling. The thing is, dude, JT's right. It. That thing makes such a huge difference. It's just ignition that I haven't tried to get, but yeah. it makes the bike pull and rev so far. You're thinking the bike's just going to explode, but yeah. man, it pulls so so much yeah. farther. So. I remember, like I said at the start, I thought we were cool at Yamaha because we had a little mapping that would third gear would, yeah. would 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 mellow it out a little bit and help the guys off the start, right. you know, a little bit once they got the third. But yeah, yeah, I know that uh, I know that eleven ten. Uh, some of the some of the issues they had had over the years was. They would raise the rev limiter so high, and it gave them incredible power. They would get great starts, um, yeah. but that was a lot of the uh, the grenading. Basically, the exactly yeah, yeah. just liability wise, they would they would suffer from that because those engines can't handle that that much rev. Uh, fantastic! Hey JT, we'll get you on back after Cooper Webb. We got a lot more to talk about Glenn Helen. Uh, so thanks for right, coming cool. on, and we'll get you back yep. on. Uh, Devin, please, please, before we go to commercial, what's going on? Talk to us about objects. Oh. Summer's coming up, guys. Optrix. Summer is coming up. And you know what's perfect for summer? Optrix. Getting shots of the ladies. Shot, that. shot, 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 shot. You got to be careful with that because you don't want to spill your shots on your phone. Everybody. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, the that's shot a, It's Little John. Yeah. Oh. He's out of it. Okay. He has no clue. Yeah. Well, I, no, Little John is a guy. Uh, uh, no, that's not the You're thinking there little, you go. little Wheezy or no, something. No, no, no. I know. He has no know. clue he's thinking of. No, I do. All, All right. right. Well, anyways. Got to get your uh, your Optrix cases if you're going out to the lake, going out to the beach. You got to have it to protect it from the sand, the water, and uh, take some badass uh, photos with the new lens that just came out, the 165 degree lens. And remember, use your Pulp Mex code, save 15, percent killing it. I talked Optrix. to I talked to Optrix.com. Doctor V, it's legendary. He's uh, blown away by the support of our listeners in getting Optrix cases. Hey, I got a test. killing it. And no by the joke. way, Optrix cases and rock form cases are two different things. <laughs> you jackasses on Twitter that are accusing me of selling out on a show sponsor. We have Pulpamex rock form cases for sale and Optrix cases, totally different. Thank you. Well, uh, testimonial. Yes. The wife, well, my son threw her phone and that had some different kind of, what was the case? A life-proof case. Uh-huh. It wasn't life-proof, wasn't waterproof. Blew it out. Yeah. And uh. we, we salvaged it. We put the 
Optrix on, diving in. It was cool. It, it, no problems. Oh, that thing's man. so beefy, dude. It's gnarly. Yeah. It's beefy. Beefy. You can drop it from 33 feet. Your phone will it's, be fine. It's, uh, it's jizz-proof. It's, wow. it's coffee-proof. Alcohol-proof. Alcohol-proof. It's everything. Jizz-proof. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They need to market that. No, they, they're going to try it. All right. Take our first commercial break of the night. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. We will come back with Cooper Webb. Talon Volans coming on. You know Lone Wolf at all? Oh, man. Good he dude. was my boy. Yeah, he's the one that drove all the, the Cherubis truck for me in 2004. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll have him on. You know uh, who was excited to hear that? My dad, he was excited to hear his Oh, yeah? On. Oh, yeah. Talon guy? He's a uh, lone wolf guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve Bauer is going to come on a little bit to talk about the uh, Big Air for Kids thing at Loma Linda and uh, much, much more. And uh, we'll see you in a little bit. Thanks for listening. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserved nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority, and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. 
NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes, including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Saw Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code 
PulpMX20 at checkout to save money today. Hey, 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 hey. Wheels. Now that I got out of your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. 
comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. Coming at you live from Las Vegas. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Chris Kiefer in studio from Dirt Rider Magazine. Yes, Dirt Rider has a lot of enduro stuff, but Kiefer is hardcore <laughs> as they come. So. Don't get bummed out, people. We got moto stuff, too. We, we, I saw someone subscribe because of you yeah. on this show. Yeah, I was stoked. Make sure you show Dennis in that. Yeah, I know, right? little right? raise. Yeah, there we kicker. go. Vortex Racer, the leader in making top quality racing components for 15 years and proud supporter of the Pulp Mech Show. The products you use from Vortex are made with the best materials, tightest tolerances, because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. Is that Moto Triple X? Yeah. Okay. Moto Triple X, complete oral history coming up on Racer X Online. Yeah, that'll be fun. Written by yours truly. Uh, James Stewart uses their sprockets, Bowers uses sprockets and bars. Vortex offers a V3 motocross handlebar that is 29% stronger than competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research and development and testing into these super strong bars. You want 40% off Vortex? Pulp 2014. 
code uh, 40% off Vortex. Pretty damn good deal. Uh, Jake at VortexRacing.com, 40% off. Pulp2014 is the code. And Vortex Racing is proud to bring you our next guest. Uh, look, his teammate, Jeremy Martin, had a terrific race and went 1-1 and deserves lots of props and kudos. But this guy Ripping. was maybe as good as Jeremy Martin. Cooper Webb, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Really good. You were good. Real good. You were good at Glen Helen. You were, had to have been happy. <laughs> yeah, no, I was happy for sure. Uh, I would have been obviously happy, happy with some better starts, but I mean, overall, you know, can't can't do much better. So the lap charts had you eleventh after lap one in the first moto, but you were further back than that, I think, coming around uh, the hills, anyways, from what I could see. Yeah, yeah, no, first moto I was definitely buried. Um, had to make a lot of passes. <laughs> uh, 2-2 on the day Catch and pass uh, uh, Most of the competition Blake Baggett Second moto Catch pass Leaving behind uh, Great day for you M- Maybe your best national ever I'd say Oh yeah 100% You know I think It was for sure My best national You know obviously 2-2 um, mm-hmm. is the best I've ever gone So Yeah um, But even like just riding was, Just you know you, you Yeah been, nah, you, you know you've, sure. been, you've been fast before And maybe got a fourth Or a fifth But came from the back But this one was pretty damn impressive. Yeah, no, I think, you know, um, I kind of, like, have a year under my belt. And, mm-hmm. You know, my bike's set up is nice and stuff. The new bike's been unbelievable. So that's, that's all been, you know, obviously helped. And then, yeah. as well, I think of just being in a lot better shape this year. 702-586-PULP, 702-586-7857. You got a question for uh, Star Racing's uh, Cooper Webb. We got him on the line now. Yeah, we were talking about before in the first hour, uh, yourself and Purcell and Jeremy and even uh, Anthony Rodriguez, your other teammate, all those bikes looks really good. I mean, they look they look like uh, Yamaha's on point this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love the new bike. You know, I, I've been out here ever since they released it. Mm-hmm. And I think I was one, I was really the main guy who tested it to ride it in the 250 class mm-hmm. um, first anyway. So it was kind of cool to, to kind of have a bike that's good right out of the box and really not as much as different of a bike it is from the last year's model. We really didn't have to yeah. change all that much, you know. So Yeah. Uh, you're an East Coast guy, same as Jeremy Martin, East Coast guy. Jeremy told me he's been out California for a long time now. You yourself said you've been out there too. I can't help but think that that – that's helped you a little bit just being on the west coast maybe riding on thursdays and milestone on wednesdays with the competition how much all you guys hate california and i understand it but how much do you think that helped uh, i mean it's it's got yeah, it's obviously it's ups and downs you know i yeah. i've i was i'm an east coast guy and i love the east coast but mm-hmm. um i've been out here since september full time yeah. and uh i just i just think you know you can you can have a nice program. You can obviously, like you said, you get to ride with a lot of pros, and you don't miss days. You know, when when you're out here, it's not like it ever rains or yeah. it's ever cold to ride. So it's like you can get on a nice program and stick to it. And obviously, you have your mechanic, the whole team's out here. You know, yeah, you can really do your job out here. I mean, it, for me, it isn't the the greatest place in the world, but I mean, it's yeah. part of the job, I think. And mm-hmm. I've had, you know, I've kind of met some new people around here and kind of gotten to to know the area and stuff like that. So it's not too bad, but I mean, um, definitely an East Coast boy. Will you go east at some point in the Nationals? 
Uh, we're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> um, I.e., they're not going to let you. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, me and Jeremy, I think, both wanted to. But right. obviously, with our with our results this weekend, I think it'll be kind of hard to, no. to change anything. No, see, I say you do the opposite. You say, look, guys, I'm good. My bike's good. I'm good. I'm going east. You know what I mean? <laughs> now you got power. Yeah. Now you got power, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, whenever I was a mechanic for guys that – Actually, I don't think I ever worked for a SoCal guy, but every so every guy I worked for hated the, the stopwatch nationals on Thursdays at Glen Helen. Yeah, they hated all that stuff, uh, um, especially like Jimmy Perry, dude. The guy timed every single lap and would be all worried, he's got like, like segments. Yeah, right. there's like a quad in front of you, <laughs> and he's pissed because you're off two seconds off, and you're like, Jimmy, the quad was right there. Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, do do you drives you crazy too? I guess, but it's kind of one of those things. Yeah, no, I mean for sure. I mean, obviously, if if stopwatch nationals meant anything, then, you know, I think things yeah. would be a lot different. But I'll just kind of have fun with it. You know, I mean, on practice days, there's been days that I'm four seconds off or right. two seconds faster than everybody. You know, I think it's just the way it is. Um, once you get to the race, that's all that matters. And, I mean, it's annoying sometimes, but <laughs> I try to just worry about myself and yeah. do my thing, I guess. It's, uh, like, it's like you go to... You go to a track, he's testing, you know, I've seen him out there before, and you get guys that, you know. You Are see you it. in the way, Kiefer? Well, yeah, oh, of course I'm in the way. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you see his name on this jersey, and you got guys jumping in front of him or jumping yeah, yeah. behind him trying yeah. to judge their speed, and so they can Twitter their homies and say, I kept up with Cooper. Dude, yeah. They're, they're used that's, to- that's, a, that's a thing. Out, that is a trend out here. It's like, it's it's funny because all the, you know, like the the guys that, you know, are slower or whatever, they're they're pretty generous, but it's the guys that, I guess are are fast in their right start their to come group up. or whatever right. yeah. that are the the pains that are yeah. like all right I, I gotta run with this guy for five turns and roost them and <laughs> I remember uh, it was fast some of the fast amateurs were the biggest guys that's that, the that deal. was a problem right yeah, yeah because the coaches or the dads right get behind Cooper yeah, yeah. ride behind him <laughs> and see how and judge your speed and then right. they pull off yeah hell yeah yeah you're I on it. <laughs> Dude, Instagram it, you know, Twitter right, it. Right. I'm on it. You know, you're like, yeah. dude, get a life. Yeah, no, that's true. It's a good point. Uh, we got a call for you from Joe here. Joe, uh, thanks for listening to the show. What's your question for Cooper Webb? Hey, I had a question and a comment for Cooper. Um, first question, or the only question was, uh, Cooper, how far off is your bike from Porcells? And then uh, my comment was, hey, it was great meeting your mom in the stands this weekend. She's a massive fan of yours. I had the whole sort of section <laughs> here for, for you. All right, uh, up and uh, listen on the uh, online, too. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, she gets to it. She, uh, she, she can whistle louder than anybody I know, and I'm <laughs> sure you heard it. But um, I, I don't really know. You know, I... Yeah. I Christoph had some wild settings that they wanted me to try, and yeah. I thought it was crazy and didn't even try it. So I don't really know. I know, um, you know, I I know we have KYB doing our suspension, and yeah. um, you know, Yamaha's involved in our team a lot too. But I don't really know. I mean, I just kind of Brad Hoffman is our kind of motor guy, but they work close and close with the Yamaha guys. So yeah. I don't really know. I just know he likes. I think um, the main thing I know is he's running Pirellis. We're running them up. Um, yep. Let me elaborate on that a little bit. What's the biggest difference between 
just feeling on the track between your 13 and your 14 250, what's the biggest difference for you? For me, um, I mean, everybody says the motor, mm-hmm. but I, I personally think the chassis. Um, I really liked it. Um, it just seems like you can, I mean, I felt like this weekend I could hit the biggest bump and right. Comfort. wasn't going to end though, you know. Yeah, and uh, for me, that's that's important. I'm not sure to have a bike that handles really well and a fast bike, but obviously our, our bikes are fast too. You know, um, wow. you're riding it between. Really, it's, yeah. 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 I mean, it's overall. I, I like everything, um, but I would say probably the handling stuff like that. Uh, Vortex Racing, uh, Sprockets and Bars presents uh, Star Racing's Yamaha, uh, Star Racing Yamaha's Cooper Webb, 702-586-7857. you got a question for Cooper. We don't have him on the line for much too longer. Um, hey, and also, too, we talked a little bit in Vegas, which, by the way, you got second. You almost won your first Supercross race. So you've got, now gone 2-2-2 two, two, two in your last three, yeah. last three <laughs> races. But uh, uh, you re-signed with Star Racing. So uh, you're going to be there for a while. That, that, that's good news for you? Yes. Yeah. Um, I continued my relationship with the Yamaha team, and uh, it's you know we're for sure. I think it's two two years. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully, finish out my whole lights. you know lights career or whatever um, if everything goes to plan on the Yamaha, and kind of see from there. You know they they were really you know obviously. The, the teams and the bikes are awesome, mm-hmm. but you know they were they were kind of there from the beginning. You know they yeah. they really showed a lot of interest when I was amateur and and kind of did whatever it took. And then you know they're kind of they, they obviously still are interested in me and yeah. want to build with me. So uh, well, I'm pretty excited about that and looking well, forward to it. Well, yeah, JGR stole you away from Honda, right? Way back then, way back, right? Well, uh, JGR was doing my suspension and motors, okay. and then. Um, on the Honda Star on a Honda yeah on okay. the 150 okay and then uh, yeah Star was the one that um, oh. set the hook and that's it because I think J-Bone still claims you so I just want you to know that J-Bone, <laughs> J-Bone is still claiming well, that he's made you into what you yeah want. no I mean Coy and <laughs> all those guys helped out you know with, yeah. with that as well um, being on Yamaha's and all that and I still am really close with all those guys. Obviously, they're in North Carolina, and mm-hmm. um, it's a good I'm option down the road. With all those dudes, yeah, so. yeah. Who knows? When, yeah, when, when it's time to move up to the big bike. I have a question. Uh, you know, do you, you wear do you wear a heart rate monitor when you race? Did you race? Did you ride with one at Glen Helen? I didn't race with one, but I normally ride with one. Yeah. When you're at okay, let's just say, for instance, for Supercross, when you wear one, what's what's your max heart rate for your main event? Um, about when mine personally is about one ninety. 195. Right. And that average is what? You have an average, what, 170s for the whole main, you think? or What are you trying to be, his trainer? No, no I'm just curious okay. because we always talk about this, and I just want to know if he'll give the information out. Oh. Yeah, cool. I mean, I'm about 170 on the line. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I'm at 170 going up the stairs. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, so you've never raced Glen Helen before, and I don't imagine that the big hill was open for your practice days, right? So it actually was for oh, the was pro it? ride day. Oh, okay, all right. So your thoughts on the full national Glen Helen track? What'd you think? I thought it was sick. I mean, obviously, I've ridden it on Thursdays when it's terrible. So <laughs> yeah, kind of. I can uh, really appreciate they actually turned it around. I think it it was definitely a man's track. I mean, it's rough, it's gnarly, but I kind of felt like it was. 
I mean, a little hard to pass, actually. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it, it, I think they they watered it a lot in the mornings, which was, you know, what you need to do. But I think they, they never allowed it to really kind of dry out where it was super muddy. Right. And it kind of created one, no, I shouldn't say one line, but one fast line. Mm-hmm. And, um, and unfortunately, I think because of those hills are so steep, that's what the guy was saying is they can't even get equipment up there. Yeah. So it's like, how do you even maintain something up there when you, yeah. you got to use a shovel and a rake <laughs> right. and you got to climb it? Did most so of the, some did, of the hills were up top a little narrow, but did, it kind of looked. I wasn't there, but kind of looked on TV like there was four or five lines coming into the corners, but everything kind of funneled down into one. Yeah, line. yeah. That that's how it was, especially at the bottom of uh, Mount St. Helen. Right. You could go anywhere going down, but yeah. you know it kind of funneled into one rut. But I mean, I thought with the the, the dirt was sick. Like uh, it was actually, I thought it was pretty sandy mm-hmm. um, in spots for sure. And obviously, they had that sand section that was gnarly too. But uh, I was expecting it to be pretty hard packed. Um, but I thought it stayed pretty good. Um, and then you never really got a chance to see him. But your teammate Jeremy Martin, what a day he had! I guess if you're going to go two-two behind anybody, better be your teammate. It's, 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 it's a nice day for you. But uh, he was on, man, he was on it. Holy crap! Yeah, no, I mean he's obviously he's he was on it for sure. Yeah, um, I did get to see him before they red flagged it. I actually started oh, second. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did see him there. Yeah, is uh, is a Rod okay? Is he all right? Um, I'm not too sure. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. I, he hit his head pretty bad. Yeah. I know that. Oh, bummer. And, um, bummer. I think he's out for a few rounds. But that sucks. Yep. Yeah, it seems like he can't catch a break. Uh-huh. Or he breaks too much. Right, exactly. Um, hey, how much of a pain in the ass is, is Will Hahn now that he's hurt and he's got nothing better to do but just probably harass you? Uh, he's always on. Dude, right? What uh, What's new with Wilbur? I was actually over there today. We were doing some yoga together. Oh, okay. Um, oh. Not not together. Easy. Pump the <laughs> brakes, the dude. Pump room. the brakes. <laughs> no, nah, he's he's doing good. I think you know. I think he's trying to stay busy. He's cycling uh, a lot. I think he's uh, cycled like sixty miles every day the past couple of days, and yeah, he's good. just trying to stay busy. But good for um, Wilbur, a lot of shit talking. Right. I'm supposed to fly him up here to do the show, to oh, sit in that good seat. I'd be a good co-host. I keep forgetting to book the ticket, but i, I got to fly him up one of these weekends. He said he well, he's, he's, he's a – I'm sure he has a million mile, whatever it is, with US Airs. Yeah, so he can just pay for it himself, the bastard. Yeah. Um, Stop being cheap. Yeah, really, right? Um, we got to get him up here and uh, and do it. He was uh, he was in co-host one time. He was really good, obviously. He's Wilbur, so yeah, he's, he's strong. Nice. Um, he does know how to run his mouth, that's for sure. He does, which is good for internet radio shows. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is why he does so many of them, too. He does He does everyone. He does everyone out there. <laughs> the internet whore. Yeah, he does any motocross show out there. Uh, Cooper, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Fantastic ride this weekend. I, look, Jeremy, like I said, Jeremy rode great. No, no, doubt, no yeah. doubt about it. But people should be talking about your ride almost as much as his because yours was fantastic in both motos man that's a that's a great start to the season for you so uh yeah i appreciate it yeah thanks for coming on and uh see you at hangtown good luck with everything and uh yeah keep up the good interviews on the the post-race interviews too don't be a robot bro (laughs) never okay good thanks thanks cooper yeah thank you guys see you all right see you
Cooper Webb, everybody. Star Racing's Cooper Webb. Like I said, Martin's Martin's the talk. Martin this is horrible should... on his post trip interviews, dude. Dude, I inter- I thought Martin. I thought maybe his grandma died. Um, he's not even happy. When I interviewed him after the race, right now he's what not a fan. He's not a fan of me, so maybe I thought maybe that was some of it. But dude, he could. I was like, kid, you just went one-one. You destroyed the field for your first right. ever win, the opening round of the nationals, and he's just like, it was good. It was good. Uh, I gotta get better. I gotta work on hard. I gotta work hard. Uh, you know, the red plate doesn't mean anything. I'm just like, kid. Right. Like, Alex is not like that. No. Right. No. He has some. He has some like no. humor to him. Yeah. No. He's good for sure. Um. Let's move right into our Race Tech suspension email segment here. Uh, Racetech.com, privateer choice out there. Vince Freeze uses their stuff. Uh, Chris Bloss uses their stuff. Uh, Big sponsors of our show. You can use uh, the code uh, PulpMX2014 to get yourself 20% off at Racetech. I guarantee you, you need some work on your suspension whenever you're listening to this. Uh, Oil change, shock, uh, spring rate change, uh, revalving. You name it, Racetech.com has it. And they have suspension seminars coming up, people, in November. Sign up now. They're taking sign-ups now. Uh, you, could too, can learn from right from Paul Feed at Racetech on uh, the ins and outs of your suspension. they got a motor one as well. And I just did a podcast with the R&D guy at uh, Racetech, Rob Brown, and it's a very interesting podcast. It's out right now on the, uh, on the, on the PulpMex app and on iTunes and all that. So let me, uh, let me get to some emails here. I don't have an email for this. But I'm going to just say this, people. I'm going to just generically make up an email. Okay. Uh, Dear Steve, what is up with the TV coverage of the outdoors? Bob. Okay. Right. People. Calm down. Calm down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Read the press releases. Right. Read RaceRex online. Uh, You know, figure all that out because you can get the nationals. Right. You can get it. It's not that hard, people. Um, If you don't have uh, the internet... You don't have high speed uh, internet, then you have bigger problems. You know, people are like, "I don't have Mav TV." I say, "It's okay, people. Right. Both motors are online." Right. I don't have high speed internet. Well, then you have bigger problems than watching motocross. How do you? Yeah. How do you even follow it then? Right. Uh, people, are, I don't have NBC Sports. Okay. Well, it's like two dollars a month or Go to whatever. Your neighbor's house, he has it. I, they make it pretty easy. So I guess these people want four motos on CBS right. on a Saturday. With a four-hour block. of just, Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure, people. That's really going to happen. Yeah. I'm t- and also, too, like, why are you tweeting me? Why are you asking me? Do I look like MX Sports? Do I look like Davey Coombs? You're the connection to the people, Dude, though. No, but you can just simply read the press releases, read Racer X, read Transworld. If you hate Racer X, go to Transworld. I'm right. sure DirtRider.com tweet it out. has information on, on how to watch the Nationals. Right. You can see that if you're going to call, tweet me and go, I don't have Mav TV, this sucks. Well, guess what? You don't need Mav TV. Read a little bit, right. and you'll see they're on the Internet. People don't like change, dude. I don't understand. what. Why Why are you bugging me? Leave me alone. <laughs> going down. Get, get high-speed internet. Watch all four motos. If you have NBC Sports on your TV and you are out, you can watch them still on the internet with the NBC Sports app. The one thing if I you're, do. If you're not happy about the fact that the motos aren't live on NBC Sports, right. they're live on the internet on yeah. an NBC Sports app. Easy to watch. I just I don't understand this. I do have one complaint. I'm a direct TV guy at home. Yes. Mav TV on direct TV, as far as I know, is not HD. So it sucks. So, you know, when you don't have HD, 
the walls of your TV kind of close in and it's kind of grainy and it's pretty I, shitty. I didn't get Fuel HD and, uh, and DRTV people did last oh, year. Yeah, so okay. I had to watch Fuel in standard def and it, it sucked. It sucks. It, but it's better than nothing. But the thing is okay? I, I bitch on my couch to myself. I don't yeah, bitch on the like, social media. <laughs> Way I don't have high def. Right. You know, I'm like, come on. What the fuck, you know? Steve? This is bullshit. I had one of those buddies who was just complaining about all everything and everything I said. I was like, dude, you can download an app and watch it live. And he, well, what if I'm doing something? Well, okay, well then you wait and go on promotocross.com and they have all four modes the right there. You can watch the it only any comeback. Point of time. The only comeback that people could have that even holds a little bit of water is I don't have high speed internet and if you don't have high speed internet you're lost. you got bigger problems yeah, you're you dead. have bigger issues if you can't get it where you live move right how do you pay bills how do you do anything online that's we're, we live in a world with the internet is needed now i get it you don't want your children to watch porn on the internet figure it out yeah that's not, I, I get i get that i've gotten that a few people i don't get the internet because i don't want my kids on it okay well, right. hide your laptop Right. Whatever. Or have your own, and then that's yours. I don't know. Like, what are you going to do? I, I just, these people have answers. Like, for anything you say, they got some, they negative, got else, so, right. some negative thing. It's never been easier to watch four motos of live motocross. But the people are is, still not happy. You're going to gonna get, get people bitch about no matter what. Everything can be perfect. Someone's going to bitch. So just, just woosah. Woosah, just, Steve. Woosah. What, what's, what's that? Woosah. You know, you rub your ears and woosah. I don't know what you're talking about. But bad boys, too. Bad I'm just, boys. I'm just Come not on. happy. I'm just not like. I know what you're talking leave about. Leave me too. alone. Jesus. Okay. All right. With that, let's get to the race tech suspension emails here. Uh, Steve, I think you referred to Dungey as the diesel in one of your podcasts. The dude needs a, nick- needs a nickname. It could revitalize his image. It works. Stamp it from Jason. I don't know if I came up with the diesel. I, I mean, I did, but I don't know if I was the first one or not. But he just—he's a diesel. He just goes and goes and goes. Right, trucks long. He's just yeah. He's snowman. Snowman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from Jackson. Just listening to the preview podcast and wanted to drop you a line about the surgery Millsaps had. I get where you're coming from with the fact that it isn't allowed in the U.S., but it is widely used in Australia and has proven to be incredibly effective. And end up stronger than the other method. Majority of sports players over here with knee injuries now get this type of surgery with a synthetic ACL replacement. Just thought I'd let you know so you might be able to clarify that for your listeners. So, Millsap's got a synthetic ACL put in, not a, not a cadaver. I so. read your interview, and which is he, – he, he claimed on the interview – That interview was weird. No, I thought it was good. And but strange, but yeah, it was Davey and I. Yeah. That's how, that's how we, but he said, I promise I'll be a Glen Helen. Oh, I know. I promise I will. And now be there. he's out for five weeks. Right. They said they said five weeks. They went from I'll be at Glen Helen, but I'll be a little rusty. For to, sure, Glen Helen. Yeah, for five. And now he's out. They're just like ah, you're out. You're done for four, four races or five races. Something's fishy. Something else going on. Yes. Yes. But I don't know for sure. Uh, but but he just doesn't seem happy. No, where he's at. it seems like something's going on. Yeah. I, I mean, I think if you had a a jury of independent people who didn't know anything about motocross and you presented them all the facts, Davy's injury. This and this and that and this and this. They'd go, something's wrong. Something's, something's fish, up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Peter said, hey, pulp bitches. Do you think there's a good chance KTM will use Husqvarna as a test motorcycle for aluminum frames as a factory edition? Uh, and uh, thanks, uh, mate. I was surprised to hear how good 7 Deuce Deuce was mm. from Peter. Do you see KTM going to aluminum frame no. on the Husky? No, but I do see Husky going a different direction in 16. So and more of a premium brand than KTM is going to be different, and I know I've heard that their manufacturer plant is going to be somewhere different too. 
And I think Dungeon's going to ride a whole new bike next year in Supercross, from what I hear. Hmm. And they're going to have to bring whatever the amount is, 200 and something or yeah. whatever for the public. I love the people, again, Jason Anderson does a photo shoot in Husky on a 450. <laughs> and people tweet me, is he on 450's Huskies this weekend at Glen Helen? Wow. You need to take a break. I think oh. you're stressed out. I'm not stressed out. I just wonder what happens to these people. These are uh, your people. These are your fans. Willie from Australia. Uh, we have questions about the Nationals, but is it all for nothing? It's still the 2014 season, and I can't help but think we will see the same guys up front as we did in Supercross. I do think there are some outdoor specialists, like Baggett, who fits the bill, but who is significantly better outdoors in the 450 class? Your answer doesn't have to be race winners. Putting guys just stand out better riders outdoors. Well, unless he's one. Right. He's not here. He's racing in Canada. But you guys are right. You're going to see the most majority of people up there. But, I mean, Josh Grant? Right. You didn't see that? No. He's not that good in Supercross. Right. As good as he was at first mortal Glen Helen. Uh, from Dirty Dave. Your website is the last one standing. I used to read MXA until they changed to a flashy but slow-loading bullshit. Racer X? I can't remember the last time I tried to load that over-bloated graphic pig. Soon my backyard will be all I know of motocross. Tell these idiots to keep it simple when it comes to websites. Okay, so uh, Dirty Dave only goes to pulp because none of the other websites work uh, for his computer. I weep for Dave. Right. I weep. He has a slow-ass computer. Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dial-up. Get rid of the dial-up. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Get rid of the dial-up. Get high-speed internet. You, if you don't have high-speed internet in your area, I think you can still get satellite internet, which is like high-speed. Right. But not the same, but it's a different mode of getting it. Uh, and you can get satellite anywhere, people, because yeah. it's Earth. Yeah. So... But you know what, Dave? I'm glad that Pulp MX is the only website you can go to. So you only dirt riders out. You, yeah, dirt riders out. So Dave, you can only know who comes up short in the uh, motos and the LCQs. You know, you got uh, those type of articles, Classic Blaze. You got there's all kinds know, of shit on there on Pulp. Yeah, I just don't know how relevant it is to today's stuff. Right. But yeah, there, Dave. there's a bunch of stuff on there that I read. JT, welcome back. Appreciate it. Dave can only go to Pulp. He can't get MXA to load and Racer X. He can't load the overbloated graphic pig of a website. So Dave says is Pulp, Dave on the Pulp payroll? Dave says that Pulp Max is, is the only website that he can go to. <laughs> Does Dave live in your basement? You hand lotion down to him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dave's got an internet problem. He has a cue ball in his mouth. No, no doubt. Thanks, Dave. Uh, all right, everybody. That uh, that is the Race Tech email segment. And uh, for that, let's right, move right into the BTOSports.com Gabba Gibbs. BTOSports.com Gabba Gibbs. 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 Devin Gibbs really struggling on this Monday, Memorial Day. What are you talking about? I'm killing it. <laughs> you are not killing it. All right. You look like you're going to fall asleep, <laughs> pass out. Well, it doesn't matter how I look. It's a radio show. Or screw something up. That's Steve's motto. <laughs> yes, yes, here it comes. There's the first one of the night. No. no just, There's the first one of the night. I will hang up on him. I will hang <laughs> up on JT, and we will not hear from him again. Fuck um, you and your show, Mathis. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, Watson. Watson's such a moron. So he listens to our preview podcast, and I think, JT, we were maybe harsh on Ivan. I don't know, right? We probably were. So I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think we were just honest. Okay, so – Ivan rode good this weekend. He went 13-9. Right. Yeah. You know, pretty good. That's not like, bad. But that's about what we had him at. Well, I don't know, but he's like, 
Uh, boy, were you wrong about Ivan in your pre-race podcast? Guess you can eat crow on that one. He told me honestly, I didn't but like he went thirteen nine. Right, I didn't <laughs> see him going thirteen nine because I know I Trev- that's what we had him about. I had I, him like I had him like twelve or thirteen. Okay, and so like the ninth is a good ride, but it's not like he just killed it. Right. I mean. He rode well, but how far off could we have been, JT? I don't get it. Well, he started, he started up front the second moto, too, so yeah. the ninth was good, but it was also, like, best-case scenario. I don't know. I, so I told Watson, I said, okay, fine. Will you please text me on all the things I get right? Nothing. You know? No no, no reply back. No reply. That's well, what he's, I, he's just taking it personally because no. Ivan's his buddy. Well, you know, I got I one. I think Ivan's a great guy. We're just trying to be objective. I mean, I got you know. some jackass that tweeted me after Grant's Moto win that said, uh, jo- "Attach Josh Grant on it. That's always great." You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at Josh Grant part. shows you what what little you Moto media guys know or something. It's Here. like okay, yeah, yeah. We all called him whole shotting and taking off with the win for sure. Yeah, he's given us so much to go on this year. <laughs> yeah, you know all these people like they're just such idiots. Like, okay, will you please tweet me when I'm right? Or we're right because we are right quite a bit. Right. Make sure you do that. You know, don't or just hit us up when we, you know when we when we miss one. Well, that's not fun to do that. God, these fucking people. All right. Okay. <laughs> BTOSports.com. Use the code Pulpamex to save yourself money. Uh, all new website coming. Mobile phone friendly. Uh, best tire prices out there. Proud sponsors of Andrew Short, Matt Gerke, and the BTO Sports KTM team. Anything you need for your biker body. BTOSports.com. Get your W wheels. At BTOSports.com. Yeah, that's right. Use the code PulpMX. Save yourself money on W Wheels. W Wheels went one, two, three this weekend, by the way, with uh, uh, Grant, Roxon, and Dungeon, the first moto. So fantastic. And, of course, Anderson had a good ride, and they use all W Wheels. And that track was hard on wheels. And I'm throwing in a wheel and a, and a BTO plug all at the same time because yeah. that's how good I am. Devin, these are the questions uh, that we got from our listeners. At Thousands. Devin, at PulpMX Show. At Devin Gibbs twenty seven as well. Yeah, uh, follow you, me if you want to follow him and get updates on uh, the comedy clubs in Vegas. We went and saw Tom Green. Did you? How yeah. was it? Yeah, I hear he's. I know you're still alive. Man, he was not as good as Dice. We saw Dice really? maybe a month, two months ago, three months ago, and Tom Green was okay. I'm a big fan because Canadian, and mm. you know he's funny. You know what though? Before the show, they played uh, a bunch of Tom Green clips from his TV show on MTV and in, in Canada. Yeah. And then they played Jackass clips. Like, Jackass copied a lot of his stuff. It was surprising. Mm. Anyways, mm. got to right. let you know. All right, so you, you pick the best ones. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. All right, uh, Sean wants to know this for everybody. Uh, do you guys think Webb is going to be able to carry this uh, performance on throughout the whole year? Yeah, I think I, I think Webb and Martin are I, – I don't see them you know going 1-2 next weekend or whatever, but I think that they just stamp that they're for real. Yeah, I think he could, I think Top fives could, all the time. You know what I mean? Sacramento, yeah. they can do good because a lot of amateur nationals will go there and they've raced there quite a bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, top five for sure all year, I think. All right. Yeah, they really showed something. Uh, Victor Rissman, uh, this question's for you, Kiefer. Um, is the 2014 YZ250 that much better outdoors than it is in? Uh, no, well, I think the riders are better outdoor riders because Jeremy was his first year in Supercross, so that explains that. Um, the bike, like what I was trying to get to Cooper was saying earlier, it's just the bike has a lot of comfort in the chassis, and that shows more outdoors. So, hmm. all right. Uh, what do you think, JT? I mean, is anything have to do with is anything these guys' results because it's a better outdoor bike? Um, I do think I do think that that it felt pretty stable, which which is always like Kiever said, that's always a plus outdoors. 
Well, I think it comes down to Jeremy Martin's a much better outdoor rider, and that's obviously a huge part of the, the conversation. Yeah, there's no way you can talk about Jeremy Martin. I, he, I mean, look, he won the last Supercross of the year, but, but it took his all year. Supercross season was terrible. Right. But. Both those kids are, you know, first year Supercross, so. Hmm. All right. Uh, this one's from Tyson Stegall. Uh, what's the difference between the Star and Valley bike? Uh, does one have more factory support than the other? I talked to Eric Kehoe, manager of the Valley team. Um, no, the both bikes are – the Star guys and the uh, Yamaha guys, uh, they know exactly what each other is running. There's no changes. There's no nothing different on that. Purcell runs a little bit different setup, obviously, like Kehoe told me, than uh, Martin and Webb. And you can see Purcell. I mean, he just rides differently than – Pretty much everybody else. Does he? Does he? When you say setup, what does that mean? Entail motor, chassis, what? Uh, everything. I, I talked about everything. I said okay. the bike setup in general. Um, I think Porcel's uh, uh, clamps setup is different. Looking at their clamps, I think he's running some sort of uh, either he likes the flex or he doesn't like the flex. Uh, probably a different offset. Uh, the motor stuff. Cosworth's got a big part of that uh, going on in there, and uh, I think Porcel and like. Kehoe said he still runs a little bit different thing from everybody else. Hmm. Not surprising at all that Purcell's a little different than everybody else setup-wise. So. All right. All right. Uh, Caleb Farrell, uh, what do you guys think of uh, Reed's Glen Helen? Was it expected, let's, let's disappointed? Ask let's ask his best friend. Uh, he wanted to be in the top ten, just like he told you in this post-race interview. That was what he told me going into the weekend. So uh-huh. I don't think he was thrilled, but... He did get top ten overall, and that's what he said he mm-hmm. said the goal was. So, got to live with that. Yeah, I th- he'll get better. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah for he sure. hasn't he ridden very much. Patience. I yeah. think people would be shocked if, if they knew how little he he had ridden. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, this one's from uh, a Tony Blazer. Mm, I'm not familiar. Mm. Uh, this one's for Kiefer. Uh, why do you think the Japanese have not improved their OEM brakes compared to the KTM? Hashtag pathetic stock. Is KTM uh, brakes better? Brembo brakes are better. Yeah, uh, they are. Better Absolutely. than Honda? This, I mean, Honda. Production, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honda brakes have been so good for so long. Honda brakes are not Easy, near Jody. what they used to be. No, I mean, is that, that's what I mean. So they're not what they used to be. No. Honda brakes. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. I okay. think Honda and uh, Yamaha probably have the least powerful brakes. Oh, okay. Um, Brembo, they, Brembo has the market and the brakes, and I think. Are the brake disc sizes the same? Is everybody running yeah, the same disc sizes? Yeah, the same. It's just the, the, the caliper and the master cylinder. Okay. The reason Nissan is coming out with new new stuff here a year or two, so you will see that. I've tested some stuff, um, and they are on par with Brembo stuff. So is, that is coming down the pipe. Is Nissan involved in the Kiefer testing facility program? Maybe. Oh, you can't, te- you can't say? No. Oh. So, but I've tested. A lot test- of smoke and mirrors in the Kiefer camp. Yeah, things are sketchy in the Kiefer Yamaha camp. Yamaha two-stroke, yes. Nissan Brave. Yeah, yeah, Big yeah. Big kids. Couldn't, couldn't go to uh, couldn't go to Glen Helen. Secret alien testing. Right. Yeah. So, so these companies yes. they reach out to you or you reach out to them. They pay you a flat amount to run their products through the ringer. Right. So I've basically, seen, they they look, contact me. And Yoshimura, say, you've you've said Yoshimura is one of your clients. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Rental. Yes. And you can't tell us anybody else. No, I mean, there's certain things I can, but stuff that hasn't come out yet, I can't can't tell you. So yeah, I have tested Nissan stuff. Are they a client? No, but I have helped them out in certain areas. They don't pay you for this. Yes, but oh. not 
a contract. Oh, okay. So that's the difference. So you're a test rider for a day for somebody's product. Exactly. Some okay. companies, I have a contract for a full year. Some companies are daily rates. Okay. So going back to Blazer. Ever service anybody by the hour? <laughs> my, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she charged. That's a good one, JT. Good stuff. <laughs> Number JT. two of the night. There's good, the second one. Good stuff. Keep this guy on the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah keep so, this guy. I'm gonna hang up on his ass. <laughs> um, so, Brembo has the market. Nissan's okay. coming out two years. Yeah, Blazer. It's not as good. They're coming. We used to change the uh, uh, piston size in the uh, front master cylinder. And see, Adrian from Ride Engineering has mm-hmm. a master cylinder that does that smaller size, and it does help. Okay. All right. So. That's one company that does make something different that actually helps, and it's just smaller piston size. Guess who didn't like the works one and wanted to go stock? Uh, Dick Way. Villaman. Oh. Villaman. <laughs> the stupid works stock. This guy did not work really good. Uh, stock is good. Stock is busy. He must come from an Ed Scheidler you know? background because yeah. that's what Ed was like. Uh, all right, next question. All right, uh, Jared Anderson wants to know, uh, do riders get bonuses for an individual moto or for an overall finish? Overall. Okay. Both. Yeah. Both. Both? Both? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know anybody who got moto bonuses. JT does, probably. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I remember working for Kelly Smith in 2000. He had a choice from KTM. He could pick a overall win race bonus or a championship bonus. And he didn't figure he had a chance at either one, so he picked a ginormous championship bonus. Right. And then he won high point and got nothing. Well, then nowadays you get all kinds of stuff. You get moto, moto wins, race wins, championships, top three in the points. There's yeah. all kinds hey, of stuff. Hey, Brayton told me the heat race bonuses are gone. Oh. They used to be, uh, not for everybody. Uh, they used to be seven grand at Yamaha for heat race wins. Can you just imagine the race wins the seven thousand dollars at Reed? No, he, he said they're still there. He said they're just slower. No, he said they were gone, didn't he? Nope. No. Davalos probably. He rich. said they're not as high as they were. Yeah. Okay. They used to be ten. What? Jesus. Yeah, they used to be hey, ten. Kiefer, ten for a heat race. Kiefer, can you not tweet during the show, please? Thank you. Why? So I was answering oh, questions by tweeting. The wrath of being on your phone while you're in the studio, or looking at the computer, which yeah. I'm doing right now. Yeah. All, All right. right. Uh, David Gonzalez wants to know with uh, Christoph Purcell's lackluster performance at Glen Helen. It wasn't lackluster. I know it that wasn't. was not lackluster. Don't yell at me. Yell at David. Come See, on, yeah, David. That is bullshit. It was yeah. uh, not that bad. The, it it was, really wasn't that it bad. It was fine. Exactly. It wasn't stupendous, and it wasn't lackluster. Okay, well, let's reword his question. How do you think he's going to finish the series? Okay, I got it. He. I was surprised. Well, I. I was surprised he was the fastest qualifier. I really was. I knew he'd be good, but I didn't think he was. He was significantly better both practices. And then I was surprised that because he was the fastest qualifier, how slower, much slower he was in the motos. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, but he'll get better. See, I'm a. I'm I would a have big... been interested. I would have been interested to see if he got the whole shot. If it would have changed anything. No, he had nothing for those guys. Nothing lap time wise. I don't think he. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. I, I don't know if it would have been any different being in traffic versus being out front. See, I'm a big fan of the guy. I don't know the dude personally, and I know he's. I've heard from some people that he's not the friendliest guy, but I love watching the guy ride, and I appreciate what how he rides. So, I was on the bandwagon before, and I was arguing with Mathis. I said he was going to win. So when I was oh. testing Saturday, I heard that he was fastest. And I was almost oh. going to tweet the shit out of you, but I thought I'm like, you know, I'm going to wait to the well, to the end of the day. You don't be one of those guys. Yeah, don't. I, one, yeah. I backed off. I yeah. pumped the brakes. J- and uh, like I said, JT was carving a plaque already, the national title plaque. He was running, going to run over. Oh man, I really wish he would have <laughs> did better. But 
from all the shit talking that everyone said he was going to do on social media, he's not going to do shit. He's going to quit. He's going to go yeah. five DNS or whatever. You know, he no, did pretty good. I, I had French toast on Saturday morning. <laughs> I was ready. I you can't was, do that. You're a dean guy. You can't do that shit. Uh, the, oh, we should have asked Truman. The Dean Wilson fan club is not the Wild Stallion. Got bucked, dude. Yeah, I thought you were going to ask him about that for sure. <laughs> Who Truman? I think I was. Yeah. I think I was working towards that. Then I forgot. Um, uh, yeah, disaster for Dean. I, although, like I, Dean, when he crashed in the second moto, was uh, fourth, fifth. He's fifth. I think he's fifth. And then he was going for fourth with Anderson, I think. So he was looking okay. I was more worried for Baggett, to be honest. I know Baggett beat him in the. But at your track, you get caught and passed. You have nothing for Jeremy Martin, and then you get caught and passed by Webb. I thought Dean was the steadier rider, you know. But then I didn't know Baggett only rode three times, Kiefer, yeah. So. You know, there's that. Yeah, I think three. Purcell's fine. I don't think he wins the title. I, I don't think he wins the title, but I see him top three. If he sticks it out and rides how yeah. he's been riding, I think top three is doable. Yeah. He, uh, he, he got visibly tired in the second moto. His times were uh, one to two seconds slower than everybody around him. Late, uh, mid to late second moto, which tells me that he's still not there when he – because it was, actually got pretty hot. JT, we thought we were kind of in for a cloudy day, but it got hot there. Yeah, once it burned off, it warmed up yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, hey, what was J-Mart's times compared to 450 times? I don't know. Fucking fast. Really? I don't know. He was... Just a little bit off. He was four to five seconds faster than everybody for multiple laps in the second moto. So, JT, you think a couple seconds off from the fastest 450 guy? Yeah, he was probably... I, I can't remember. I know his best was a 221, but I can't I can't remember what the best, what Roxanne and Dungey were doing, like their best. I know Roxon; those guys were doing two seventeens in the first moto, but that was the first. Yeah, moto. right. And the second moto is what I was with the two twenty one. Oh, I can't okay. Remember. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Next question. That's it. That's it. That has been the BTO. I do know. I do. I do know. It's been the BTOSports dot com. Gabba Gibbs. Yeah. Who, who gives a shit? <laughs> who gives a shit? Uh, BTOSports dot com. Use the code Pulpamex to save yourself money. Uh, that is the uh, the best of the best questions. JT, go ahead. Oh, I do. I do know that uh, at one point, and I know we've talked about this, Steve, but it's worth bringing up that Jeremy Martin was doing a two twenty two, and the next best lap on the track was a two twenty six. I just said that. You said that just now. Waffle, 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 waffle. Tell him, Kiefer. Yeah, he said that. Okay, I didn't hear it. I'm watching a video on the internet. Happened? I shouldn't do that. Uh. Hey, how come we don't have, like, this guy just sent me this on the internet, like, old school champagne, like, the chicks up there, and they spray them and douse them, and they don't kiss them anymore on the podium. What's up with all that anymore? Like, we don't do that. They're scared. Really? I, that would be my only guess. Ask, ask Adam Carolla. He'll fill you in on all that, how, what, what's happening to America. Oh, I've, uh, uh, yeah, you're Yeah, like, remember that photo that Sweeney had of Stanton just Making going? Making out? To, yeah. Just tonguing the trophy girl. Do you think the chicks would respond to it nowadays? I think no, I think away? they would not like that. Could uh, you imagine, like, next year AC just winning the first race and just going for it for Diana? That'd be awesome. That would be so sweet. Man, I used to just... Cookies down. <laughs> hey, uh... <laughs> Easy. $25 chip. Before we get to our next commercial break, we still got Talon Volan coming up, Steve Bowers coming up, more JT. Uh, Nick Way's going to Australia today, so we couldn't get him. He's... Nick Way's racing some national in Australia, JT? Manjimo? I don't know, but they must have paid him a shit ton of money to go. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Manjimo. Yeah, that's, that race is uh, pretty intense. It's uh, Sandtrack where the, where the Disney Nations was then, right? Yep. 
Uh, hey, did how did Tanley do? I don't know. Hmm. Seventh. Okay. How are you getting Nick Way to go by himself to Australia? You got to be paying him some serious cash. Serious cash. Um, and how but, many parts is he bringing? That's a huge event. Huge. But if you want to uh, save yourself money at uh, at uh, Mafia Motor Crew, Pulp Crew saves you twenty percent. MafiaMoto.com. Let's do the NFAB question of the day. The NFAB question of the day. For the finest truck accessories money can buy, NFAB has you covered. Step systems and light mounting solutions to bumpers and Jeep gear. Dress up your rig with the hottest looking, hardest working accessories. JGR, Toyota, NFAB, Yamaha rider, Phil Nicoletti. Running strong in the first moto for a little bit. Did this guy never not crash? <laughs> he did not. Cr- he didn't crash at Glen Helen. I he, thought he crashed at nope, Media Day or something. He did not. He crashed at Press Day. Okay. He crashed at Press Day, and I told him that we were all laughing at him on a group text, and <laughs> he got really upset. But he went 11 11 for 11th over or for 12th overall. Oh, that sucks. How does that happen? Right. Right? That sucks. Timmy and I, uh, Timmy went 11 11 one time. We got ninth. Really? Yeah. But, anyways, uh, so yeah, Brayton, Brayton will be back, probably Thunder Valley. For those guys, and of course Grant, uh, one fifteen this week for fifth overall, and and I think that was a solid race for Nicoletti. He hates that track, JT. So solid race for Nfab. Yeah, it's good. Phil Nicoletti. It's good. Yeah. How funny is it with the uh, the Nfab and Justin Barsha? Like, could you guys just try a little bit harder to not let <laughs> everyone was, know that you're going to JGR? I was just going to bring that up. Uh, Justin Barsha has a new personal sponsor uh, on his butt patch. Uh, around his butt patch, NFAB is now a no personal shit. sponsor of Justin Barsha. Wow. Very, very strange and convenient. But, yeah, NFAB, now sponsoring, now sponsoring Justin Barsha. And Honda was okay with that. That's that's odd. It's NFAB. It's truck accessories. It's on his gear. It's just on his gear. Yeah, it's not on the bottom. It's on his butt patch. That's yeah, it. Oh, yeah. Okay. But still, yeah. yeah. Wow. Clever marketing by yeah. the NFAB guys. <laughs> Don't very tell anybody. clever. I like it. Um, all right, so the, here's the question of the day. So... Adamson Cirillo, Martin Davalos, Darren Durham, and now Dean Wilson are out for Pro Circuit. They have Blake Baggett and Justin Hill, who did not have a good day at uh, Glen Helen. Do they get a fill-in? Should they get a fill-in? And who do they get? Uh, I'll start. I'll say. Okay. Should they? Should they? Yes. Do they? No. Okay. Sorry. JT, should they? Sure. Three guys out? Yeah, absolutely. Will they? I don't know who's available. Will they? Uh I don't I don't I don't know who's available. They're not gonna just they're not gonna just put somebody on the bike just because they're like, Oh hey, let's throw them out there. They what, gotta be good and what, I, I don't know who's there. Would they put Dylan Epstein is Dylan Epstein still still a team green kid? No, he's a Honda he's on Honda. So. Oh he switched? Okay, so there's somebody that was Sort of on the outside of the getting a ride there when right. he was a team green kid. So right. very close. But yeah. if but if he's Honda, maybe not now. So okay. I think they should and I think they will. And I think that even though he tweeted today that I don't like him, I think Jake Canada would be a good possibility. Really? I don't know if his tattoos fit Mitch's image, but Canada goes well outdoors, man. Yeah, I don't think I don't see that happening. No, no. He seemed a lot better on the 450 outdoors. I agree with JT. Dude, no, he wore we wore X brand goggles over on a, at a, at Moto Concepts. I know everything. And he was good, man. He had some good top ten rides. I was paying attention to him. What about the Frenchman kid that did good? The Frenchman kid that did good. The Valentine Tele. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Cowie kid. 
What about that, JT? Bud Racing. What about he was he was he was good. He was better. He, I put him on a fantasy team, so obviously I believed in him. But his speed in the first moto was impressive. I'll give him that. Thank you. Finally, he comes through for me. I feel like I've been on that bandwagon all alone. Not even oh, Villa he came through for me too because I have I picked him. Did you win your fantasy league? Oh yes. Uh, oh yes, he says. Uh, uh he was good. Yeah. Finally, like not even Villaman and LeBig are on his bandwagon, and they're French. Um. Is he a is he a MX2 kid back in the world? Uh, he is, but he doesn't do, uh, doesn't do he doesn't do a lot of GPS. You know how you got to get on a team, the, the right. approved team, and all that. So, um, okay, so neither one of you two think they 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 feel it. No, I, I who are they going to get? Uh, that's the whole problem. I think I think the decision to put somebody on it is easy. But it's just what about you gotta find a quality what about guy? Blake Savage. He didn't have a great Glen Helen, but. No, uh, I, don't, I think enough. you got to be better than that. Well, I'm telling you can't Courtney, be 18th tell- place guy. I'm telling Courtney you said that. I wonder if okay. they could pull well, someone I, like. I, a, I mean, do I think Blake Savage should be on Pro Circuit Kawasaki, like the you know the most successful team in that class history? Probably not. <laughs> what about Matt Lemoyne? Yeah, see, that would be the obvious choice. I think he's a yeah, maybe, but I yeah. mean, he really doesn't do that well outdoors. Oh my God, JT's looking for like a top five guy. Thirteen, seventeen, Lemoyne. Yeah, that's dude. Uh, they 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 can't go to the races with Baggett and Hill. What if they look what into they a four fifty? Everybody guy, else does. Like a four fifty privateer kid that dropped back down to two fifty. How many guys? Is, how many guys does Star have now with Rodriguez though? Uh, Martin, two. Yeah. Two. Two. Yeah. How many does KTM have? One. Musquin. Two. Ferris will be back soon. Yeah. What's up with him? Ferris will be back in like three weeks. I thought he was up for a while, but he's back. I'm just saying it's it's very possible to go to the races with two guys. Okay, so neither one of you think they do it? No, Mitch won't do it. I, think I don't know if he will or not. I'm just saying it's it's he's very capable of not doing I it. I think I think they will. You think Mitch will get someone? Yep. I think maybe they fill in like with Zach Osborne or somebody like that. I think maybe Bowers comes back early because he's going to be on that team. <laughs> I just pulled that out. I'm just, I'm just Have you heard anything I'm about sorry. Zach for next year? Can we get on that? Uh, yeah, I heard he was uh, shopping around. I heard. Yeah. I heard. But I heard one of the things, and I was trying to get Osborne on the show tonight because he's in Vegas right. getting his thumb looked at. He could be out for a while with a thumb injury from that first turn crash. Right. One of the things I heard, one of the reasons he wants to leave Geico, and I don't know, Zach did not tell me this. I want to clarify that. Right. Was they didn't like him doing GNCCs and Enduros, and he wants to do those. Yeah. Because he's an idiot. No, he's smart. No, he's not. <laughs> you, I thought you were on board with that program. I'm on board. No, no, I'm not on board with, like, that's why you leave Geico. You leave Geico so you can do GNCCs and Enduros, really, in six days? That's why you leave a well, team? Well, I, I was very much not on board with that. That it was going to help him. I'm no, I'm on board with that. It helps him, JT, a little bit. I know, I know. Yeah, I, but yeah. you're, but obviously, the team is not. I don't say. I don't see you saying goodbye, Geico. Suck my nuts. I want to ride GNCCs. Like, why would you yeah, ever do not. that? Why would you ever do that? That's what I hear is one of the reasons. I need again. If you're going to if you want to go to a team that's all about GNCCs, Huskies, your team, <laughs> or just go to the GNCCs. <laughs> But that's Wacko Zacco. He's just he's. Uh, I think you know. well, he hasn't done. I thought he would do better this year in the Supercross too. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is his last year on his he, contract. He did right? too. I did too. Yeah. This is his last year on the contract. Yeah. So well, that's they, why we're talking about him switching teams. Well, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is no, it's not his last year in his contract. But he's switching teams. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Anyway, I think it's he kind of feels like like hey, he's going to get pushed out anyway. So why not go somewhere where he can do what he wants? And I don't know if they're pushing him out though. Are they pushing him out? I mean, maybe Wouldn't, they have someone else coming up. Yeah, I mean, they do. They got uh, Jordan Smith and then R.J. Hampshire. Right. So I think it would be silly to not try to get him. He's going to be one of the favorites. 
Yes. For next year? Yes. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, too, Matt Bichelia rode well. Yeah, he, he rode very well. Uh, people maybe not well, mentioned him or noticed him, uh, Glenn Helen, but he, he, he had his best national by far opening round. So Webb had his best race. Martin had his best race. Bichelia has his best race. Anderson's race was his best race, despite him not doing better in the points. I want to give a shout-out to Collier. Cole Seeley, that was his best race. Yeah. Sean, Collier. Sean Collier. What happened to Collier's second moto? I predicted he would only do one moto, and I, I was, was very correct in that <laughs> no, prediction, no, but I still don't know no, what happened to him. Not just you, JT. You and Truman were emphatic yep. that he will score points in one moto and not finish the other moto. These guys know he does. That, right. They know him from fantasy purposes. Oh, really? He's on the USGP Glenn Helen format. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't know he was like that. I saw him at 12th, and I was like, wow, that's awesome for a guy that had a full-time job and just coming back to race. So. Is he just doing one race? Do we know? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. He, All right. So... Uh, yeah, he's fast. There ain't no doubt about that. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, JT, we're going to let you go. We're going to get you back for the X-Brand questions. Uh, we're going to come up with a, a Cherby's uh, Talon Volan coming up, uh, the Lone Wolf. Yeah. Acrobus. Oh. Acrobus. We also have Heather Kiefer and Pookie Mathis in a Moto Wives showdown. Not tits a tri- versus tits? Nope. Not trivia. <laughs> not- There's the third one. Not trivia. <laughs> That's not the third one. That's not the third that, one. I got it. So you didn't get it. No, that is not the third one. No. Oh. Uh, uh, they are going to play the game of they're going to act and answer some questions as if they were moto wives. So we're going to hear what they yeah, say. Moto wives. No, rider wives. Rider motor wives. Racer wives, not yeah. rider wives. Kiefer is a failed. I'm a rider. <laughs> Kiefer's a failed Canadian slash American pro rider, and I never. Clearly, you weren't at Anaheim two in 2004. Right. Well, I'm just saying, you never made it. It's as actually professional. Anaheim three. So I never made it out of Manitoba, so I failed as well. So. um we're going to get their opinions on uh, some key, key questions uh, to soon. And uh, much, much more on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Stick around. We'll be right back. The Pulp Mech Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. 
Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Thede's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Basco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W 
www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. 
All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix, Guts Racing, and, of course, Acherbis, established in 1973 by Franco Acherbis. After realizing that there just wasn't good enough plastic out there, uh, 40 years later, Cherubis become the world leader in aftermarket replica plastics and accessories. Cherubis offers everything from replacement replica plastic kits to a wide variety of high-quality products. Chain guides, slider kits, handguards, skid plates at Cherubis.com. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Cherubis USA, A-C-E-R-B-I-S-U-S-A. Reed, Dungey, Roxon, just some of the guys that use a Cherubis. And, uh, Kiefer, you know, Cherubis Plastic, fitting great, as yeah. always. Good time. Flow Plastic, too. Sick. Yeah, really, right? Uh, good job on your song. You like that? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's strong. It's, I like it. Um, Alice was good, man. That we've was had good some man. shaky choices lately, so I, I appreciate you uh, stepping up and doing that. 
Yeah, it's my really choices good. are usually pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, I can't complain. Yeah. Last week, last time when you had a Canadian band, so that's always good. All right, mix it up. Uh, speaking of a Cherubies, let's welcome our next guest. He is a former factory rider in America, factory rider in in Europe, a longtime GP winner, national winner, Supercross winner, now one of the big guys at a Cherubies USA, and uh, don't worry, the name Volan will be on the track soon with his son Max, uh, who's apparently hauling ass as an amateur oh, kid. Ripping. Uh, Talon Volan, welcome to the show. Steve, thank you. That kind of introduction made me feel like I was still riding my dirt bike. <laughs> Man, I want to get, get out there and start racing. <laughs> uh, come on, TV. You were you were you had a very very nice career as a racer, no doubt. People would uh, would love to have that. So, yeah. Well, it's uh, you know it's nice too to be riding with my son because you know being at the track is like fresh air, and man, it's you know it's just still back with all the people that uh, that yeah. have always been around since I've been a kid. Do you do you get out and ride much? Um, once in a while, I ride with him. It's more like trail riding, though, because I feel that a lot of schools are built like that, and it's enjoyable. But to be honest, running the company, um, you know, and then and, and, and being married and having a kid takes about 20, 20 hours out of the day. So I get about four hours of sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was going to say is the magic back, but we really don't know if the if, yeah. if you still can haul ass or you feel like your skills are still there. Or? <laughs> yeah, I can I can last about about a half a lap, and the rest of it's in my head. And after another lap, I'm completely tired, pumped up, and realize, <laughs> okay, I got off the track before I get hurt. And then, right. you know, especially here locally too, you always have these, you know, the young kids coming up, and they see the name Bowen. I'm gonna smoke him, and yeah, then it just gets, you know, bad to worse for me. So <laughs> I get off the track. Right, right, right. Yeah, you're out of there, right? Um, yeah. What'd you think of Glenn Helen? What'd you think of the opener? Well, it was a per- it was pretty uh, amazing. I was really um, kind of surprised in the uh, two fifty class with how fast Jimmy Martin was and Cooper Webb. I was I was like, wow, yeah. these guys. You know, I really kind of didn't expect. That. I was kind of expecting you know Baggett and uh, Parcell and uh, Wilson to really be the guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, that's why you race when the gate drops the bulls just off, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, it was good to have Glenn Helen back on the circuit. Of course, you've uh, spent some time there, race there. Uh, who can forget Volan passing RC for the lead there uh, that year? You were like, "Oh shit!" And Volan with the sleeves cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. His sleeves in the back of the jersey. Max runs his, his gear like that as well. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Uh, but uh, what do you think of Glenn Helen coming back and, and for the first time in uh, four years? Oh, I you know that's the track. I mean, you, you see, it, to me, it's almost more like a GP track. I, that's why I really suspected some of the GP riders. Like, um, I'll have to see how Parcel pans on the rest of the series, but yeah. I did expect a lot out of him there, and he was kind of living up to it with all the the fast lap times just due to the track. I, I remember the year I was there, mm-hmm. and as well as Sir Passion Tortelli was so fast. I think it was again with the hills and how rough and gnarly yeah. they make that track for the national. It uh, really kind of caters to. To the Europeans and and uh, yeah, it, it's the track we need to be at in, in California. So it was good. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and then yeah, so like we said, your son Max. Uh, from everybody I talked to, I don't follow the amateurs that much, but I mean, people are like, "Hey, this kid is legit. He's really fast." So you're into that cycle of amateur racing now. You have no choice, Volan. You are sucked in, huh? I am a little bit sucked in. I tell you that I'm trying to. You know, I mean, obviously the advantage that he's going to have is because, you know, all the experience that, shoot, it's not only me, my dad and my whole family's race. So, yeah. it's, you know, 40 years of experience. So, I'm, you know, I try to do a lot of risk management with him, and I'm not going to all the amateur nationals. Um, Loretta's is pretty much the priority, and I like that race because it's 20-minute motos. 
There's almost, I got to tell you now, there's almost an amateur national every week somewhere. And if you want to chase it, you'll be broke by the time, you know, the kid's 14 or 15 when you really need to make the investment. So I'm just kind of picking my race and keep him smart, keep him healthy. And then, you know, if he's good at that time when he needs to be good, then we'll, you know, we'll invest and go for it. Right, right. Um, yeah, you got a good point there. You're right. Uh, it seems like more and more amateur races are popping up all the time and more and more ones that you have to make it, quote unquote, have to do this and you have to do that. So right. makes it makes right. it tough. Yeah, uh, you know, the only, the, I mean, just a quick one on that. The only thing I see is those, those most of the amateur races are four or five laps, and that's where you know I feel Loretta's is legit because you can crash and come from the back of the pack because there are twenty minute motos and you have three motos. So yeah. the best guy usually will be the the best guy at the end. Yeah, good point. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for the great Talon Volan uh, about anything about his racing career, about his son, about a Cherby's plastic, really uh, anything. Passing Carmichael, leading the one twenty five. Leading 125 national points for a little while. Uh, career wins. Five? Five national wins, Volan, I want to say. No, actually two national wins oh. and uh, three Supercross. Oh, five total then. Maybe I got yeah. mixed up. Right. Supercross wins come in pro circuit. 19, it seems just like yesterday. 1990 was like my first breakout year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. And then you got you, you broke out and then you got dropped, right? They dropped you. It was like weird. weird well, yeah. Know? No, what happened, you know, back in those days, like when you, you know, the whole dream was to get, you know, to get a ride and get on a box and be a factory team. And I, I had a couple offers coming off of that 1990 season. One was this team going to be called Peak Riding, Peak, you know, Peak Pro Circuit. So <laughs> yeah. I had that offer. But, you know, it was, it was a brand new team. It was kind of like you get a little bit of money, but then you had to hire your mechanic and do this stuff. And then Mitch was helping out. And then I had the full factory offer from Suzuki, but yeah. you know, in retrospect, probably that would have been a pretty good way to go on the peak thing. Yeah, the peak <laughs> team seemed like they did okay for themselves. <laughs> yeah, those, I mean, whoever saw a bike like that, you know, I mean, right, right. they could jump the triple in second gear. Hey, uh, how many years did you spend in Europe? I did seven years in Europe. Went there in 1992 to race until race, uh, 98, and then I went back my last year, uh, which was uh, 2002, and, and, and basically – you know, ended my career at the very beginning yeah. in 2003 and started working with a tribute. So already, already now with tribute's uh, 11 years. Yeah. Um, do you ever think that you waited too long to come back when, when FMF Honda picked you up? Like, did you have offers? Should you have come back sooner? Did you, would you wish you would have? Or were you, uh, you know, okay with chasing the uh, 250 world title and all that all those years? Well, you know, I mean, it wasn't a, a really a matter of a choice. You know, when I first went over there, I – Oh, you know, young and dumb I was. I thought, oh, I'll just go over and smoke these three-digit guys that wear black helmets <laughs> and no visors and then be the world champion, yeah. and I'll get a factory ride. Because, again, back in those days, when you lost your factory ride, there wasn't a secondary team. You were done. Yeah. So I, was not, yeah. I was 19 years old, and I was already done. Right. Uh, so I, I thought, but, but I know that if, you know, if you win a world title, then you get enough respect, you could get a factory ride back, and that was the whole plan. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, after a while, you do your training, and you, you struggle on the language, and as many variables. Um, you know, was going from one country to another and living there. Uh, but finally, you know, it just was really strange how it all worked out, and the bonus money became so big in America. I actually didn't believe it. Bob Moore was the first one. He was mm-hmm. just retiring and, and, and showed me that, hey, these are real, really bonuses. I said, send me the contract. <laughs> he sent me that contract. He was, you know, he was working for FM at that time. I was like, holy crud, Tyson, my brother, who was um, yeah. managing and working with me, basically living with me, uh, at the time, and we said, "Hey, if we're going back to America, this would be the time. This is the only chance. It'll be the time we got to do it." So that's mm-hmm. exactly what we what we did. Ninety nine season was pretty good. You and RC going at that it for a lot year. of the races. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. 
Yeah, I guess, too, like, the beginning of the year, people didn't really um, recognize or know me because I, I kind of struggled in Supercross. I was struggling with um, some of the issues with the bike for mm-hmm. the popping, bogging over the – so, I, basically, I just pulled out of Supercross and really focused at what I was good at, which was outdoor, and um, and that was it. I mean, I came out, you know, I just trained so hard. When you train that hard and that determined, mm-hmm. uh, you know, then I, I was able to get a good some good results. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's funny because that year was more like – Talon was more in shape than Carmichael, and Talon was always like, "Oh, he's going to catch him. He's going to catch yeah. him because he has the, you know, he was the the guy in shape." So it's funny. <laughs> I got to tell you a little bit of a funny story though. So, so me and my brother, we always kind of like we really worked closely together. I, mean, I was very close to winning the world championships a few times racing was. Hey, oh yeah, that's my luck too. I raced the two guys I had to race against for those ten years was uh, Stefan Evers and Ricky Carmichael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. second and third. Yeah, you suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're terrible. <laughs> But, but anyways, we'd always kind of have a strategy because, you know, the, the championship's long and um, you've got to have the momentum at the right time. You want to try to pick your races and, and be smart about your championship. And uh, so, Ricky, I thought, okay, I've been living in Europe and I'd race the Dutch championships and all these Holland uh, races in the yeah. So I said, okay, well, here's our deal. Let's stay close to Ricky and then we'll kick his butt at, uh, at uh, Southwick. Southwick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was not the right track to take. <laughs> to try to be Ricky Carmichael. Yeah. <laughs> I think he almost lapped me. <laughs> yeah, he, he uh, well, first of all, it's nothing like a Dutch sand track. That's first of all. Second of yeah. all, Ricky was pretty good in the sand being from Florida. So, yeah. Right. It, it, yeah. it was different sand, that's for sure. But, yeah. and he, I mean, that's just his track. And yeah. I totally thought I was going to kick his butt, and I just got my butt whacked there. But <laughs> fortunately for me, that, the very next race was a big mud race, and he, at that time, still wasn't a great mud rider. Yeah. I ended up winning uh, the first model, and he DNF. So then I got my, like, 35 points back in, in one, one race. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Butts Creek. I think it was Butts Creek. Mm-hmm, uh, I, mm-hmm. was work, I was working for Timmy that day. We came, uh, I was working for Ferry. We came into Butts Creek, that mudder in 99, uh, six in the points. He didn't didn't DNF either moto, but did not score in the top 20, and we dropped from six to, like, 15th in the points. Dude. I'm like, how did, you, how did you finish both? What the both? hell was he doing out there? Right, I'm like, Timmy, <laughs> how do you finish both motos and not score points? Like, right. it was just bizarre. What he was so there? terrible. It was really muddy. It was really bad. Um you know, uh, Volan, we got one of the pioneers of a Cherby's gear in here in the studio in Chris Kiefer. That's right. One of the pioneers of Cherby's gear. Yeah, that's gear. right. Well, you know, I've been, like, again, I've been 11 years. We we worked with you in the past, and we're still supporting Chris uh, when yeah. we can. And, and with a lot of the, he's got a lot of projects going on. But well, no, he does. Do. He's got secret projects he can't tell <laughs> us about, Volan. I got a good story. Like, I I was in the era when Talon was, you know, racing a lot, and I always looked up to him, and I was racing Supercross, and I got a deal through. Uh, Jerry Bernardo was my good friend. He kind of helped me get the Cherries deal going with mm-hmm. with Franco, and and uh, I got sponsored by them. And it was different gear, and I yeah. thought it was cool. And yeah. and that was the year Talon was uh, working for a Cherries, and he and he helped me at the Supercrosses all through the West so West Coast Supercrosses. And it was just more like shocking for me, and I was more intimidated by you know hanging out with him. He's yeah. always super friendly to me, and I was like, holy shit, I can't believe this guy's you know helping me out. <laughs> so, Talon Volan. Yeah, exactly. It was it was a cool deal. Um, yeah, yeah. No. good stuff. Uh, how's everything going at Cherubies? Uh We thank you for coming on the show. You guys are on part of our show all year, and it's been going well. Yeah. How's everything going on the end of a Cherubies? What's new and exciting? And I mean, obviously, with uh, a big win for you guys with going one two this weekend of KTM guys. Yeah, you know we 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 had a great year last year, and I'm, I'm just referring to our sales. Um, yeah, companies doing better, economies getting better, uh, everything seems to be you know getting better. And this year we're we're getting on target. Um, We've really invested more. You know, we're getting involved with the Fulp Show with you guys, and it's, and it's been successful. 
Um, you know, we expanded a little bit. It was kind of like a, I felt like a little bit of a risky move with the, the whole Chad thing, a last second deal. But man, was that a, yeah. a big deal? And we, he ended up wanting a special kit and we did this, uh, what's called the 2-2 Motorsports kit and it's a flow front fender and a flow front number plate and the rest of it's kind of black going back with the monster and all the stuff he's got going on. But yeah. that's been really successful and well received. And, um, you know, and then even with our factory KTM team, we do the white and orange plastic for them. But they had a request to do the flow plastic, and the last second they they decided not to do it. And so, you know, we're still selling out. And it's going pretty well, but, uh, you know, it's not like having Dungey or uh, yeah. Roxanne out there running, running around with it. So we still have both sets. But uh, I will say that keep your eyes open. We have Ronnie Rainer's going to be running a really cool flow uh, KTM kit for the step-up at the X Games. So he'd be kind of like the coming-out thing for us all with that flow kit. And I saw Landon Powell had it, too. It looked good. It looks great. Yeah, it's yeah. and it's a great color. You know, it's a really yeah. it's a really bright orange. So if you want your bike to actually look a real orange, that's it. You know, but uh, you know, it's just getting it, the more I get it out there, the more people want it. So it's just getting yeah. it out there. I guess I'm probably gonna have to give some give some away on your show. Yeah, there we go. Do that. Yeah, why don't you guys yeah, do, that? Good, let's good idea. do that? Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out here. We'll figure out a contest, a cool contest. Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, and the uh, I always as a as a mechanic for all those years. We used to have these handguards from Japan that Yamaha would make us run, and they were just from Japan, special works handguards, and they were just kind of junk. And I'm always like, can we just run a Cherubis? Can we just get a Cherubis once, buy them, right. put a sticker over the name? <laughs> like, right. please just run something that fits. But, I mean, if anybody is listening who's bought an aftermarket plastic, there are some companies out there that you're like, you've got to drill your own holes. Sketchy. And they don't line up. And, oh. and you put a Cherubis on, and boom, inserts fit in and everything. Yeah, it's nice. It, the quality the quality control to Cherubis for their plastic is uh, by far the best out there. So, And the thing, yeah. that, the thing that I noticed, too, like when I put plastic on other bikes, because you're so used to OEM plastic, and I like that look because you're so used to it. Mm-hmm. You get a you know a product like a Cherubis. Um, and it almost mimics the same. I know I've been with other front fenders, and they're a little bit longer, or the the bend is yeah. different, and it messes with you when you ride. So it's just weird. Yeah. No, it's whatever you guys are doing for your quality control, keep it up. I, I, yeah, it's, it's been good. I'm super, you know, I'm super um, privileged to, to to be able to know Franco and then get this. It's kind of again, it's just really strange how things work out. You know, being over there in Europe and then learning to speak Italian and then yeah. you know, get with a company that was sponsoring me and kind of really kind of set my second part of my career in motion and it still lets me be involved um, involved in the industry that I that I love but um, you know also it puts me in a position where I can still you know I'm in a position now with a tribute where I'm making the decisions and, and ultimately you can lose your job if things go bad but it's also I can be that competitive person that I that I naturally still have from being a rider that we can do this and do that and and try to, you know, to optimize and beat our competition. That's it. You guys want to check out some of the Cherubis plastic that uh, Talon's talking about, the Flow Orange or the Chad Reed kit. BTOsports.com carries it. You can use the code PulpMX to save yourself money. Uh, check out a Cherubis plastic. Uh, and, of course, the website, pretty cool. Uh, bike builder, you can pick your model of your bike and pick your color and see what it kind of looks like before you order it. Kind of a neat deal. I was on there a little while ago surfing around. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, what's nice about that, too, is, you know, you can actually just, once you – Take the bike or the color that you like. You can actually just email it to either yourself or to your friend and uh, check it out. And yeah. It makes it really easy just to order. So, Hey, Talon, are you guys going to bring your gear back ever? Or is it just over in Europe? Well, no, we, no, no, no. We do have it here. It's just that a Tribute USA, I get, not I gave, but our exclusive importer is MX1 Tribute. So I MX1 West, sorry. And they are exclusive Tribute importers. So we have it here. It's just not through our distributors. So you can't get it. It's oh, okay. more like online sales. 
at a lower level, but, you know, it's still out there, so that's it. Um, but, you know, little by little we're looking at what opportunities, you know, with the recession in 08, 09, 10, we really had to just kind of buckle down and get, get back to basics. But, uh, you know, now if things are getting better, we can start to, again, look for um, other opportunities. We, we, our old producer on the show that we had, uh, Fullerton, down there at Cherubis, he, uh, he was calling it Acrobus forever. And we, oh, we still <laughs> laugh about it. We still, uh, uh, we still talk about it. But I really don't care. He, uh, he called it Acrobus. So I, I imagine, uh, Volan, you've heard it all over the years. Do you guys still have that shirt oh, out boy. where it says, A Chair B, say it right, damn it? Remember that shirt? Well, actually, you know, Brian Fullerton's been around a longer than I have actually the Chirby. So we actually brought that back as his on his request. And yeah. actually we end up sending those almost out to all the all our reps that are out there, our distributor <laughs> reps, because that's just like the number one question they get when they go into dealers. So now they just wear their T shirt and they're good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's good quality stuff and uh it's awesome to have you guys part of the show and a chairbeesusa dot com and at or at a Cherubies USA on on uh social media and a Cherubies dot com. Uh check out the bike builder and uh, we thank you guys for coming on the show. And, Volan, so we're going to Hangtown this weekend, a special spot for you. Absolutely. That, you know, that track like 10 minutes from my house here, so that was definitely where my career started from being a little kid to having my first podium uh, at, at a national level. And, um, you know, and it's, it's great. To, I love it being here at home. And, yeah, it's, you know, me and Lammy, like, this was our place. Yeah, so that's my question <laughs> for you. Okay, so Steve Lampson in his prime, probably 96, yeah. Talon Volan in his prime, probably right around the same era, maybe, maybe not in Europe, you know, 95, 96. Who wins Hangtown? Who wins it? God, I don't know. He had a good ride. You know, one of those guys, on the, when they got on those Hondas, like him and Henry, it's like, yeah. oh, they were pretty unbeatable. So, you know, you got to have the right, the right program. Um, but, you, but you, got, you know, we did go, we did go head-to-head in 2000. Lamy was kind of on a roll that year, and he, got, he did get first, and I got second. And I can tell you, that was like, I don't know if you remember that year, but it was, must have been about 104 degrees, like people were passing oh, out. Oh, yeah. Here comes That's... Lammy. Second moto, I'm, I'm leading. Yeah. I think I fourth the first moto, and here comes Lammy by me, and I was like laughing. I'm like, okay, I'll see you later, mister, because he was just going so fast. Right. I'm like, he ain't going to be able to keep his pace up. Yeah, But, yeah. man, he, he was a tough bugger. That He kept on going. I never saw him again. That's right. I ended right. up getting second and got second overall, but uh, – I have, to, I have to say, man, he was a, he was in shape, dude. <laughs> that was right. Lammy was running the factory Honda backdoor help that year. Probably had illegal frames after illegal frames. And uh, <laughs> and my rider, uh, I worked for Kelly Smith. I think he got fourth overall, one of his best finishes ever. And we, uh, Roderick Thane, the French guy, yeah, was on our team. He got off his bike after the moto, took two steps, and fell on his face. It was so hot. It was, Blown out. Oh, dude, it was oh. amazingly hot. It was inc- Shane King was struggling too. Uh. But I will never forget, he got on his bike, he, everything was normal, put it on the stand like he was normal, one step, two step, bang. Out. Out cold. Wow. Yeah. It was scary. Yeah. You know? I was in ambulance for probably 40 minutes. I mean, if it would have been one more lap, I was, that was probably the closest <laughs> I ever been to come passing out. Literally, the last half of a lap, I was getting so dizzy going off the jumps, I, I could hardly control my bike. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it was so, brutal. So maybe Volan, maybe Lone Wolf, we have the answer. Lammy's better. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I'm joking, but uh, I imagine you still sign autographs, still take photos with fans up there, right? I mean, they loved you, man. Yeah, you know, definitely in this area is, is my yeah. area, you know, and like you know, just that whole thing with Carmike. I mean, obviously Carmike was the greatest rider ever, but just even mm-hmm. the battle with them yep. and, and stuff, uh, you know, that's that what's 
that's what parents tell, tell their kids about, you know. So it's like, oh, that new Ivy Carmichael, so it's like still a pretty big deal. Yeah, and and, uh, and of course, uh, uh, Works Connection, a good sponsor of ours, have been on our show for three years now. Also, they love uh, Hangtown. They're up based up around there, and they were one of the Lammy's first ever sponsors in the WorksConnection.com. Eric down there, those right. guys, uh, they make the best start hooks out there, and uh, so we thank them. And they're they're ner- Eric's no doubt looking forward to Hangtown too. I've never met a man more passionate about NorCal tracks than oh, Eric, yeah. Eric Phipps. He's done, he's done a great job. He's been in business for a lot of years now, and they're yeah. still uh, pumping away. I'm seeing their stuff in dealers, so it looks good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for coming on, Talon. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for checking in. Uh, like I said, uh, one of those guys at the races is always friendly, always good to see you there, and, and things look like they're booming for a Cherubie. So uh, thank you for everything, and, uh, yeah, hang town this weekend, man. It should be good. We'll see you guys there. I appreciate you having me on the show, and you know, hope the next big success. Thank you for um, having the tribute involved. Yeah, no, no problem. Anything we can do, man. Thanks, Volan. See you, Talon. All right, All you right. guys, this weekend. See ya, Lone Wolf. Everybody, he's a good guy, man. Ow. Yeah, dude. I was gonna ask him where's Caveman. Oh, I forgot to ask him. But I, that's one of my. I, I was gonna t- ask him. And he I had Tyson down. Or Tyson yeah. question mark. What's up with Tyson? What's Caveman doing? I don't know. Unibrow. I don't know what he's doing. That guy was gnarly on the track too. JT, yo, what's Tyson Volan up to? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Not sure. Um, okay, right. he was in that. He was in that commercial with the Neanderthal. Even so, even a Neanderthal could do it or whatever. <laughs> you guys are jacked up. Uh, hey, this, I, haven't, I haven't seen him since. This then. guy's been on hold forever. Nate, are you still there? Dude, I have not been on that long. Don't make me sound like a super fan. Dude, you have. Okay, <laughs> you were on the whole Volan segment. You were on the whole time with Volan. So <laughs> no. I... I've been driving, so it's been cool to listen. What's up? Hey, uh, got two questions. Yeah. Do we know who was drug tested this weekend? There was no drug testing this weekend that I know of. They came in. You didn't listen to the beginning of the show, did you, Nate? I did not. I'm sorry. I was working out. Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay, easy, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Whatever, Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hercules. Hey, I was listening to you guys. Steve, you were my motivation. Just the sound of your voice. I was. I no was... one has ever said that to him before. <laughs> what? Yeah, doubtful. What? You were my motivation to work out. <laughs> I did the elliptical the other day, by the way. So, nice. but I think I have another problem. I the have, other day, I uh, I have Tommy John. He's Tommy Tommy John surgery for my arm, and then now I have a problem with my feet with a foot. I have plantar fasciitis. What? I have plantar fasciitis. Fasciitis. I have it. Yeah, fasciitis disease. You need yeah. to you need to eat some plantar fasciitis. No, I'm telling you, I got something wrong with my foot. Now I gotta ice it. I'm trying to ice it and see what's up. Cause, Maybe uh, it's gout. I was no, it's not gout. Gout's between your toes, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I was really struggling at at, uh, at Glen Helen at the end of the day, and I, I Googled it, and I think that's what I got a problem with it. Oh, you web you web MD'd yourself? Your what? You web MD'd yourself? Yeah. It probably says you got cancer. No, that's good. Web MD look, sucks. Look, hey, Nick, so, or Nate, Nate. Nate, yeah. are, are you done working out now? Or is, is, uh, is it okay? Or is somebody spotting yeah, you right yeah. now? Or? No, I'm, I'm good now. Okay. Okay. okay, wait, no, no, no. Nate, I'll re-say I'll re, I'll, uh, re, uh, re it for you. The USADA guys on Friday had a big meeting with everybody. And they basically said, look, hey, jerk-offs, a lot of the stuff that you're taking over the counter at GNCs have illegal supplements in them. So you yeah, really about everything does. Yeah, so you really need to look at what is banned and what you're taking for supplements. Michael Lessie, by the way, very concerned about these supplements. Um, right. And um, you need to take a look at these supplements because down the line, we're gonna, we don't want to bust you for it. And so basically because they were saying they strongly hinted that they were not going to test the Glen Helen because they don't want to bust anybody for taking something over the counter that you know these riders don't even know. 
Right. But like there, a pre-workout that's going to help you actually get arm pumped. They didn't want to catch them with that. Right. There is going to be testing, but they strongly said, we do not want to bust you, you know, this weekend. So. Sweet. Okay. Call again. Second question. Um, I listen to almost everything. I haven't heard or haven't read. Did we ever, did we ever figure out what happened to Bowers at Vegas? <laughs> no, I don't think we ever did. I, I was just told by the team the bike was fine. That's all I was told. The bike was so fine. just like the Bermuda Triangle or something. I don't know, dude. Yeah, who knows? Um, it's. I mean, he was running he, seven or eight for a while, and right? Just yanked it off. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think, he, I think he got arm pump. Somebody said he crashed. So no arm pump. So just pull off. That's good. Yeah. He got arm pump. Well, look, it's a one-off race. It's like who really cares? I don't know. You know, he's so. got a hot chick. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah, yeah I guess so. He, yeah. he does have a hot chick. So yeah. So anything else, Nate? All right, guys. No. All right. Uh, Go back to lifting, Nate. Go back to lifting, Nate. Yeah, I'll I'll get on that. Okay, thanks, bud. (laughs) See you guys. See you. Uh, Nick, um, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hey, this is Nick. Uh, I wanted to see if Jason Thomas is on the line. He is. Which one? (laughs) Jason, how are you? This is Nick. Hi, Nick. How are you? You, you. I'm, I'm super great. Um, you owe me a hundred dollars. I just wanted to see if you're going to make good on that or not. Whoa! I absolutely do not. <laughs> I absolutely do not. You do not. Okay, great. Um, you delete the tweets, or or what's going on here, Nick? Why? No, you... no. The, uh, the the situation is that's what what happens when uh, someone doesn't participate. It's called a no bet. Um, just like in Vegas, if it, what's if going on? Happen, what's, if someone doesn't participate, what's going on? No oh, okay. Please, I guess I'm not familiar with the rules, but I checked the top five, and Michael Essie was not there please, overall. Please so fill us in. What? See, yeah, uh, if, you, if you checked that, you would have seen that he didn't show up. Also. What? 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 What happened? What was the deal? No, we just bet if he would be top five or not. And well, overall, he did not participate in the event. So Nick, I believe that's that, called a no bet. I, I believe that I kind of covered myself in that situation where I said. Uh, at the end of the day, Michael Essie will not be in the top five overall at Glen Helen. Okay, well, Nick, Nick, just wait by the mailbox. <laughs> okay, uh, great. Okay. $100 will be there. Nick, uh, or uh, Kiefer. Yo. Who do, you, who, do you, who do you side with on this? Here's the deal. If he doesn't show up and race, then he didn't race, so there's no bet. JT's right. Yeah, I'm kind of – Nick, I know it sounds like, you know, uh, uh, we're buddies with JT, so we're siding with him, but I'm, I'm kind of like, with JT, like – he didn't race because he was sick. Right. So, like, how do we he didn't even race because he was sick? So, there's no air quotes in sick. We're just saying. No, I mean, apparently, someone saw a, a video of him throwing up. Yeah, he's so. throwing up. Right. Okay. So, Nick, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with JT. Like, it's an, it's, yeah, in in Vegas here, and we live in Vegas. I live in Vegas okay. here. People will say that there's no bet if the if if nothing happened. You know what I mean? If, if the event did not take place. All right. Well. You guys just need I'm to communicate saying, better. Uh, I'm not saying I, I don't give a shit if he pays me or not, but I'm just uh, – I feel like I kind well, of – That's going to help you in this situation. situation but we'll uh, – Nick, I, I absolutely we'll – We'll call it a no bet in this situation, but I I knew he was not going to be there. Nick. Uh, that guy's going down. Why did you think he was going to be there? Because of the drug testing? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go into that, but I, I feel like I covered myself in that situation where I knew he was not going to be – racing at Glen Helen. Okay, but Nick, uh, the, the USADA guys made it very clear from people who were at the meeting they were not going to test at Glen Helen, and they did not test at Glen Helen. So why would you... No, no, it was, it was nothing related to... Um, it was not because he was going to get tested. Oh, 
Okay. So you just think he was he wasn't going to show up anyway? Well, he was there. He wrote press day, Nick. He wrote every. He was at the meeting. You saw that he wrote press day, fully intending Inter- to ride. Understand that? Okay. Um, great. Well, okay. Uh, I hope you guys have a great show. Happen? And uh, do you have any? You know, if you have any insight into that, we would love to hear about it. About him not racing? Well, I, I'm waiting to hear from you. You're you sound yeah. like you have more insight than us. Yeah. No, yeah. I I have I I know nothing. Here's the thing, Nick. If he raced, was the bet that you said he would not be in the top five? I, uh, I knew he was not going to be in the top five. But you said you 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 knew he wasn't even going to race. I knew he was not going to be in the top five, <laughs> and uh, him uh, not racing was not surprising. That's uh, okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Nick. All right. Thank you. Thank you. We weren't really getting anywhere with that. Yeah. Um, Jeff, what's up, man? Hey, I just wanted to bring up. Uh, I was privy to uh, the riders' meeting at. Uh, the national and uh they were talking about asterisk not having enough money to make it uh, through the whole season i saw that on so. vital mx today i saw a thread on that i don't i wasn't there at the meeting um i don't know anything about it um i don't i saw the but i saw the thread on vital um you don't know i don't know don't know what's happening with that uh they don't have enough money they need donations right yeah basically bodner got up and just said i think I might be wrong on the number of races, but I think you said maybe five races they had budget first, for. First three. First three? Okay. So, yeah, and then after yeah. that, it was, they're yeah. looking for money. And I think they, I think Bonner also said that maybe KTM had given them 10 grand, maybe. Does that sound right, JT? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. Anyway, I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. But um, my, my thought is this you know, the writers are obviously, well, Maybe not obviously, but the riders pay two hundred forty-five bucks basically to be at the race. Yeah, entry fee. So, right, right. You know, an entry fee for um, professional athletes that are basically making money for the promoters and for most everybody involved is—I um, I don't know—I just think it's kind of out of place. But what's out of, said, what's out of place? Well. Actually, I mean, Asking you don't need like a nightclub oh. player or a oh, oh, okay. so, player or anybody else. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm kind of with play. you, especially because the purse money does not is not very good for nationals. So, you know, you're asking yeah, that's putting him mildly. I mean, so you're asking a rider to donate when you know he's making I don't know the uh, you know average, com- probably making an average of a thousand dollars. You know who. He's not making a thousand dollars. Yeah, no way. He's making a thousand dollars. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you look at took took the first to fortieth place, uh, what's the average amount of one in, in between first and fortieth? Well, twentieth place is like four hundred ninety bucks. So. Well, that's but that's that's a thousand dollars. Two motos. No, that's, that's total. That's total. That's not total. No, he's bullshit. Right. Yeah, it's two hundred. Let me send bucks. you the pay stubs. It's not two hundred dollars for twentieth. It's got to be more. Come on. No, it's like two two fifty or two forty. I knew it was bad. I, th- I didn't think it was that bad, JT. Um, I'm telling you. Right, right. So the rider's basically making sixty bucks. Well, look, every year at the at the Supercross banquet, Feld gives Asterix a bunch of money uh, because they present themselves with an award for doing that. So maybe they it's do up, it the, uh, at the press conference before the season starts. Maybe it's up to uh, MX Sports. Then is that what's going on? Is it MX Sports issue? At some at some point, it is a boil. I know, down I know that. that I know that Feld always gives them a check for like a hundred grand or a little over a hundred grand at, at Anaheim one every right, year. Right. They always do it. I, it's a big, you know. I'm it's with, obviously a huge gesture. I'm with you, Jeff. I don't think the riders should be should be 
paying for that. Teams or sanctioning bodies should be paying for paying for that, not riders. What what happens if if they don't have the money to continue on? What, well, there'll be ambulances at every race. You have to have an ambulance, right? There. You know, you cannot hold just a race. Just the rig without, doesn't show up. Yeah, without the rig. Yeah. I just wanted to bring something up. I don't, I don't know if you guys know who Kevin Westbridge is, but at uh, at Phoenix, he crushes trachea. Right, I mean, and. Right. Basically, if Astros wasn't there, somebody's there right away, and obviously it's kind of a bad example because the outdoors is such a much larger track as well as mm-hmm. you know harder to, to get around and whatnot. But they well. said he had like maybe two minutes of error. And I think they did a tracheotomy right there on, on site well. and probably more or less saved his life. Well, I mean, I think all those EMTs know how to do trachs. And, and, I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, Astro guys are great. Don't get me wrong, but... I mean, it's not, you know, it's all basic training stuff. I, I'm not saying that. I don't think an EMT knows how to do a trick. Oh, come on. No. Come on. Not an EMT. A paramedic, maybe. Well, what, what, EMT what? is different, bro. Well, what do you want? What, do you, what are you, what would are you, you talking were... about? An EMT and a paramedic are different. I'm just saying, like, he's saying that you have a you have ambulance guys. Chances are they're just EMT oh. guys. I didn't know you were Quincy. I, didn't, I had no idea. <laughs> Quincy. What is with your 80s references tonight? <laughs> Hercules and Quincy and all this shit. No, but I agree. Google with, it, kids. I, I agree with Chris, though. Like, what do you want? Do you want some EMT who's just having like well, a no, nine to five we, I think job we all who doesn't agree. care, we, or the no. asterisk guy, Doc Barner, who knows all the riders? <laughs> yeah, no, we all agree. Asterisk would be best. Absolutely. Right. Somebody's got to pay for it. I would say that probably JT should pay. Yeah. Okay. You can uh, tell him to. Wait by the mailbox with Nick. <laughs> I say, yeah, he owes Nick a uh, Thanks, Jeff. Uh, you know what? I'll, let me uh, let me ask uh, Davey Coombs, MX Sports Racer X, uh, more about this. Maybe we can right, figure yeah, out what's going good. on. But uh, I did read that thread on Vital, and yeah, I don't really know who pays for that. I know there's you know donations on the back door about who got the semi there and stuff. So I assumed it was all donations, and it was all good. So that's my understanding. I mean, those guys have some awesome equipment in there. No, they, they should, and. and Speaking of, of which, stuff, speaking of which, FMF, uh, the Kurt Caselli Foundation, Little D, uh, donated a ultrasound uh, to the to the rig this weekend. So they went and the Kurt Caselli Foundation bought an ultrasound for the for the rig. And I said, well, is that because you have a lot of pregnant chicks that you need to figure out? And they said, no, uh, spleen injuries, Mathis, you idiot. So right. All right, thanks, Jeff. All right, guys, thanks. Thanks. I need to look more into that. I know I got some, we got some tweets about that too, didn't we, Devin? About that. Uh, questions about that. Oh, yeah, we did. did so we um, let's figure out and see if we can get another for next week. I didn't know nothing about that. That's horrible if it happens. Yeah. I, think that, I think that's an, an ongoing uh, negotiation there between Asterisk and the, the sanctioning, promoting, and all that. Mm. Uh, all right. Hey, let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Kyle Chisholm, Jimmy Albertson, Vince Freeze, Michael Lessie, uh, much, much more. Nick Way, all wear X brand. Jessica Patterson, EKSbrand.com. Pulpamex, Pulp 14? Pulpamex 14? God, I've been away one week and I can't remember the code. What is it, JT? Do you remember? Uh, no, I have no idea. It's Pulp, Pulp code, for, Pulp 14. Something with Pulp gets you 30% off. Put Pulp. Gets 30% off at xbrand.com. X-Brand Goggles is the choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand Goggles, you will not win a race. So wear X-Brand and, uh, and win a race. X-Brand's so. on the cover of Dirt Rider, too, by the way, this month. Fantastic. Uh, and we have grips now. 
X-Brand has grips yep. featuring soft titium. Uh, they're still on that Chaparral commercial? Yeah. No, they're off that. No, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, these are questions submitted by a Corey Moser. 15 seconds on the clock, and we need them in rapid fire. Rapid fire. Uh, yeah, JT. Responses. All right, let's do this. Let's right. do this. <clears throat> JT. Uh, if you could, will you name a couple of riders that could you could potentially see Reed hiring for next year? I'm going to rehire him? Reed. Chad Reed. Reed. Chad. Oh, Reed hiring. Sorry. Um, yeah, I think Josh Grant's on the list. Um, I think uh, Millsaps was on the list, but I think he signed his deal. Um, I know Wilson was on it. He signed his deal. Uh, Will Hahn was on the list. He's open. Brayton's on the list. He's open. Twenty-seven uh, seconds. I, I pretty much think that whole group of that B the B guys are all on the list. Okay, if Millsap signed with Factory <laughs> Cowie, which is what you're sort of claiming, um, I'm not claiming that. I, yeah, I, I've that's heard what that. that's what you're you I've hear. Why would they tell Metcalf, "Hey, we may sign you next year"? Depending on how you do this summer, like I don't know. Why would they do that? Three riders. I don't think so. No? I don't think so. Who yeah. does better? What? Metcalf, Millsaps. Millsaps better in Supercross, Metcalf better outdoors. So. Well, there you go. All right, Probably just to motivate him, honestly. Okay. All right. Next question. All right, Kiefer. Uh, Glenn Helen and MX Sports put their differences aside to get the track back on the national circuit, but who won the feud between them? Jesus. Uh, I think the fans. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, fans, and I think uh... – Jody Weisel. Uh, that's a tough question. I don't know. I think Bud probably won that feud because he got the national back and he got the fans on his side and he has Mitch on his side, so I think Bud. Hmm. Can't wait for the new MSA with Glenn Helen and where Jody just says that all the riders today are pussies. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, did Is it true that – is it for sure that uh, Marcos and Nations got moved from there next year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, done. Okay. I don't. I don't know why, but was yeah. that was that a correlation? Was there a correlation there between uh, you know Bud and Davey making up and then them moving it? No, I don't think so because it was decided before they made up. It's been on. It's. I remember that hearing it last year at Disney Nations that it was out. So why? Well, they yeah, but the the announcement for the national was in October, so it would have been like the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Remember at Monster Cup they announced it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think there. I think there could be something to that. I'm not saying there is, those, but it's very, those, very coincidental. The GP schedule changes more often than uh, Kiefer changes his underwear. So I don't remember any right now. Yeah, right. but this is more across the nation. This is yeah. a GP. Like this super, was super creepy, Kiefer. Uh, all right, next question. All right, Steve. Yes. Uh, Jerry Martin didn't look this Saturday. He did not. But who did? Honestly, uh, Blake Baggett, and I know he got third third in the second moto, and he went got a fourth overall. Should have got fifth with Anderson there. I thought Blake Baggett was very, eh, but because it's Blake Baggett, everybody, it's maybe I hold him in too high self high esteem, but national champion and, and just a badass. You know what I mean? And that's his track. Yeah. So, all right, all right, JT. Uh, how well do you think Josh Grant's moto win will be in securing him a good ride for next year? Um, 
definitely think it helps. Uh, well, it doesn't hurt. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's definitely going to play a big role. How about that? You know, you know who's a big Josh Grant fan? Josh Co- Grant. Dad? Coy Gibbs. He likes that? Yeah, he loves Josh. And when, when Grant does well, he's always like, see? You can't, you know, you can't get that. These other guys can't do that, you know? He likes that little he's chip right, on though. the shoulder. No, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he, he is. So. I don't know. So you okay. guys don't see Josh Grant staying at JGR next year? I don't. No. no. Okay. All right, Kiefer. Yep. Who is hotter? The Monster or Red Bull 30-second board girls? Monster. Hmm. 4.5. Yeah. All right, uh, Steve. Yes. Uh, who and or what should be blamed for Barsha and Shorty throwing their chains in the first moto? Uh, talked to Dan Bentley, uh, Bentley at Honda about that, and he said it was rocks. The chain snapped, and the, and the sprocket was missing a tooth. Hmm. So it hit some major rocks. But how weird is that? Same corner. Same corner, same lap, chain breaks. Right. You think Nick White stole that tooth off the sprocket and added it to his? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. That's four, everybody. Just keeping count. No, that's three. That's four. That's three. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How, how weird was that, though, man? That was strange. I, you know what? Props to Barsha. He pushed his bike back. Right, he didn't drop it. And no, I like it. Yeah. And I didn't like when Grant dropped his bike. I don't like Shorty when... didn't either. Shorty. No, I know. I don't like, as a former mechanic, I do not like these riders not treating their machines and their mechanics work with proper respect. Like when Josh is trying. Well, to you'd you'd be pissed if you listened to him over ripping the piss out of their bikes everywhere. Yeah, they're they're built. Especially at Vulliman's rig. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Next question. Uh, all right, JT. Uh, it came as no surprise to see how unre- uh, unbelievably fast Shorty was this weekend. Uh, what do you think his highest moto will finish will be this season? I'm gonna give him a fourth. Ooh. Five point three. I was going to say fifth. I say third. I, th- I think he's third. I think he can make a podium. He's good outdoors. Colorado. I think he got a fourth last year. That was his best. So I'm going to yeah. give him a fourth again. Tedesco wins. Okay. Shorty gets second. Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this year? <laughs> yeah. Well, then you can join Kenny in texting us. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kiefer, uh, who had the worst handling bike this weekend? James. 1.2. All right. Uh, Steve. Yes. Uh, what is your biggest critique uh, for the new – TV broadcast team. I haven't watched TV yet. I haven't watched TV show. Mm. I need to do that ASAP. I think they're way do better. Not, than do you not get math TV? <laughs> I get everything. Um, what'd you think? How did you think they were, JT? I thought GL was awesome. Yeah, I did oh, yeah. too. Um, Georgia? Georgia Lindsay? Huge. I, I love Fro. I think he's an awesome guy, but I, I think GL was an upgrade. Um, I just think he had, a, he had a lot to offer, where I think Fro is kind of scared to say anything. At times, mm-hmm. um, Gio was just—he was very insightful. He he shared information that a lot, a lot of people wouldn't know. Uh, I, I just thought he did a great job. I thought he, mm-hmm. he killed it as his first time out. I think he cussed too, which was cool. Oh yeah, he oh, said yeah. hell. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, which yeah. Is good. Glenn Hell. And how Glenn. did how did Georgia do? I, again, I want to see this. I, I think Georgia was slipping a little bit. I think she was kind of nervous. But she pulled through. The, just the way she was enunciating some stuff was kind of drawn out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, she'll get it. I think if you compare her uh, first, the Glen Helen, this weekend, compared to, like, Jenny Taft's New Jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Georgia's way better. I think she's I thought Georgia was. I thought Georgia was good. 
But I think she tried to almost share too much, and then she made some mistakes because she tried to share things that were inaccurate. Um, mm-hmm. like with, you know, Goose being team manager. Yeah, um, see, I, I noticed that there's, too. There was a few things like that that were just, you know, I think she wanted to kind of sound like she knew because a lot of times we haven't had that. But it was it just, for me, I was like, ah, you know, that, it was just a little bit off. You know? George is awesome. Stop it. I yeah, Trust me, I, I'm not trying to bag on her. I I'm, know, just, I'm kidding. You know, critiquing. Um, I, I thought her presence and stuff with the riders was awful. Hey, Kiefer, how do you think Weston Pike looked in his shift gear out there? I like shift gear, but it's just weird seeing him in flag gear. Or not without flag gear, you know? Just JT weird. just couldn't handle it out there. How was Weston's Glen Helen? Pretty good. I told you he'd be fast. Yeah. Hey, when's the 15 stuff get on the guys racing? Um, I, Last year we did it at Redbud. It just it depends. Uh, I would think we'll probably do it again around then. For us, we we won't we won't uh, ship new stuff to dealers till probably August. So it's kind of hard. Like we'll have stuff for them that we kind of air freight over. But as far as having stuff to ship to dealers, you kind of want to. For us, we want to try to show it and then sell it. So it's always that battle of right. Yeah. You want to have it out there because you're excited about it and, and everyone's asking. But then at the same time, you want to be able to show it on on Saturday and then people order it on Monday. So. All right, that's been the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Uh, use the code PULP14. Save yourself big money. EKSBrand.com. Paul, uh, X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Uh, let's go to our uh, last commercial break of the night here. We uh, we still got Steve Bauer coming up, talking about the Loma Linda Big Air Festival thing he does. He's been doing it for, I don't know, 10, 12, 15 years or something. And then we have the uh, Moto Wives Shootout, JT. Do you want to come back for that, or do you? Uh, are you... Uh, what? I said, yeah, whatever. Okay. All right. Nick is waiting for his money still. So uh, he might want to grab a stickers because he's going to be there a while. He sounded kind of. I don't. Uh, it was a weird deal, dude. Like he, he didn't say. Kind of like you should watch your back, man. I'm with I'm with JT on that though. If Mike didn't race. I know it's it's yeah he like Nick should up. if Nick was so smart and he knew that he sounded like he knew Mike wouldn't race right that's what he said then Nick should have said uh, out of the top five or not racing right I get the hundred dollars that's just, what he should have yeah, said and even if even if he would have crashed in the first turn of the first moto and what I would have paid him but when you don't even show up to the event kind of Nick like, should have said no I'm not if, that. if Nick knew had the inside line that Mike wasn't going to race you should have said DNS. Or out of the top five, JT, and JT would have went, okay. Communication. So, there. Yeah, he was trying to set me up, which is it's, it is what it is. So. All right, everybody, we'll take a last commercial break of the night. Can't wait for the Pookie Mathis, Heather Kiefer shootout. Steve Bauer coming up, too, as well. Uh, stick around, and we'll be right back. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. 
Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at BTOSports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Fly racing. Undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes, including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? 
we offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey, 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 W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. 
WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeberg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the
Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Homegrown and down home. Yeah, that's one of me. Kiefer, don't talk shit on Halen. <laughs> Welcome back. Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Some Van Halen. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Talon Volan, Cooper Webb, all been on the show. Appreciate those. Dan Truman from Get. Uh, Chris Kiefer in studio. Dirt Riders. Chris Kiefer. Yeah. Working on lots of mysterious things. Smoke and mirrors testing. <laughs> Smoke and mirrors testing. Uh, hourly rates. <laughs> hourly rates. <laughs> hourly rates available. Atlasbrace.com. Villapono Weimer wear it. Uh, refined and designed by a team of experts over the years. Designed by a racer. It's one of the best neck braces out there in child sizes as well. The all new carbon model. Top of the line. Kiefer, you love Atlas braces. You've used them. Yeah, I got one at home and I use it. And I actually like the way it fits and it's hard for me to like a brace, but uh, I have a lot of movement around you know the track or even when i ride off road because try to you know it's kind of hard to have a brace when you ride off road because when you go up hills you got to look up and uh yeah so i enjoy it atlasbrace.com our own uh, devin gibbs fan of atlas also oh yeah i got one myself yeah i like uh the best thing i like about atlas is how low it sits on the chest compared to some of the other braces yeah guys say that it gives you a little bit more yeah you get to a little bit head more a little um, and uh, we thank Atlas Brace for coming on atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas Brace. They're giving away braces, people. Giving them away. And, of course, their trade-in program was hugely successful, but it's over now. But what an innovative, groundbreaking product uh, deal that was. Uh, so atlasbrace.com. Um, and then uh, before we get to Steve Bauer, let's uh, go to one of, our, uh, one of our favorite callers on here. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. Ackerman, what's up? Hey Steve. Um, what? First off, I, apo- I apologize for uh, for my voice. It's my trach is just uh, makes my voice all messed up. Yeah, that's fine. But, no worries about it. It's always but, the same. Um, was that Van Halen playing? It was. How good was it, dude? God, they suck so bad. <laughs> Ackerman, you couldn't be more awful. wrong about it. Um, no, but I was calling actually about a. Earlier thing you guys were talking about the um, the asterisk yeah deal at the nationals yeah it, um, you don't know for sure if they're going to be at every race mm, or not yeah I wasn't at the riders meeting but yeah JT and that other guy was saying three races or something so I mean they'll figure it out I would think it's got to be there yeah they uh, yeah they definitely um, have to be there I want to just offer a donation. From my foundation, okay, for three thousand dollars. Okay, oh, awesome, that's dude! That's awesome. Yeah. Well, if accepting them. We'll take it and pass it on. Our fees for passing it on are about twenty five hundred. So is that okay? Our pulp yeah, I'm not handing you shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome, Ackerman. No, the Chris Ackerman Foundation um, donates three thousand dollars to Asterix. Um, do you want to email us and we'll put you in touch with the right people, or do you know what to do? Yeah, yeah. Um, is it just uh, Pulpamex? Uh, use the use the contact form on Pulpamex.com. It goes right to me. I don't go on your. I don't go on the website. Yeah, but yeah, but just. Why you know. would I waste my time? <laughs> I do don't it one know. time. Just do it one I time. I don't know why you. Pretty good show tonight. Not too great. 
not, I don't know why no. you'd waste your time, Ackerman, going on Pulp America. No, I'll go on there and find it. I know. Yeah, go on there. Contact sure. form up on top. You send it to me, and then I'll forward it to somebody at Asterix who can put you in the right direction, man. So right on, and uh, is Nick going to be on tonight? No, he's in Australia. He's going to Australia for some race. Not coming on. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but, uh, hey, you guys have a good night. Yeah, thanks for doing that. Great job. That's awesome that you did that, and, and we thank you um, for that, and, uh, you know, uh, we appreciate it. No, I think it's, See you, man. I think it's something yeah. that definitely needs, oh. needs to be a operation. No, absolutely. Can you, make the and, donation? Uh, Can you make the donation in the name of Sammy Hagar? Yeah. Actually, I like Hagar. Oh, okay. So it's not in Van Halen. Oh, okay. All right. But, um, Screw you, bro. But also, uh, one other thing, um, EMTs, yeah. I don't think they do tricks. Uh, I think maybe medics do, but... I told him Ackerman yeah, already. Yeah. I yeah, schooled okay. him on it at Ackerman. We got Quincy over here telling me. Okay. Quincy. And, and if the EMT you do. Yes, he does, don't let him do it. All right. Thanks, Ackerman. Hey, right on, See you. Send me an email. Later, bro. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chris Ackerman, everybody, donating $3,000 to Asterix. Pretty cool. Good good deal. Yeah, what a guy. Addition. Yeah, nice guy. What a guy. Uh, with that, let's move on to another guy who does a lot for uh, for sick kids out there and puts a lot of his own time out there. And uh, he's doing uh, his Big Air Foundation at the Loma Linda Ho- uh, Hospital for, I think, the 63rd year in a row. Steve Bauer, what's up? Hey, guys. What's happening? Man? Hey, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, from more more props to Ackerman, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's and good. If there's anybody that knows the, uh, you know, the benefits of having the right people around, it would be him. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't at Ryder's meeting. I want to ask Coombs about it. Find out, see what we can get to the bottom of this, and find out what's going on. I wasn't there. I didn't hear the Asterisk guys talk about it. So, um, but you yourself, uh, once again, is that time of the year for you? Uh, Loma, yeah. Loma Linda Hospital, Big Air. Uh, kids fair. Kids fair. Yeah. There you got it now. Uh, talk about. Yeah, it a I don't. Bit. About, I don't know about that time of the year because it seems like it's, it's getting later and later each year. Um, <laughs> you know, usually we have it between Anaheim one and two or thereabouts, and, it, and it's always worked out pretty well for for many years. And then uh, Jeff Tilton, who was my partner, who who lined up the freestyle end of it. Um, he, you know, it, it's just like he's, he's, you know, he's not really that involved in it anymore mm-hmm. in freestyle, and he he owns some ramps, which is you know, half the equation. Yeah. But as far as putting the riders together, I mean, you know, it's hard to even get a pal to play racquetball with and get two people in the same place at the same time. And, you know, much less uh, trying to get a bunch, a uh, handful of supercross guys and then another three or four freestyle guys. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody agree on a date. It's crazy. So anyway, it got pushed further and further back. And so, yeah, this is the latest we've had it in the year. Usually it's long, long done by now. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can I can speak from experience. Trying to uh, herd factory riders together is like trying to get a bunch of cats together. <laughs> so yeah, I totally oh, get ridiculous. it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so who's coming? What when's the date? So, what, what, when's when's it happening? It's this Wednesday. It's the Loma Linda Children's Hospital, and you know, for the first oh, many years, I mean, I kept it on the down low. I didn't because I didn't I didn't think the hospital really you know it's not, it's not like a public event. You know, they they bring the kids outside, the ones that can come outside, the mm-hmm. ones that aren't immunodeficient or whatever, and the the rest of them are up there, and I mean, they got their faces just plastered against the windows, just looking out. And they, these guys are jumping like, you know, yeah. fifteen, twenty feet away from their windows. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty surreal, actually, because I mean, they basically shut down the hospital for this event. Yeah, and uh, it, it's just pretty cool. But this year we have, um, well, I've, you know, 
I've been led astray in the past, but this year I have confirmed Canard, <laughs> uh, Vogel, uh, Seeley, Will Hahn, um, Blake Baggett. Was it all Honda guy? Oh, wait, Baggett, okay. No, no, okay. Kyle Cunningham. <laughs> Kyle Cunningham. And then uh, Ricky James, who's always great. He's yeah. so great and so inspirational, man. I mean, that dude, he's that guy's a stud these days. I saw him at Glen Helen the other day and. Hot Beyonce too. Anyway, and then uh, Sarah Price. The, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, multi-time. You know, she's done my event probably four or five times. Can and uh, and then of course Andy Bell, just oh, comic relief. The great Andy Bell. Can can anybody go, or is it sort of just for the kids? You know what? Anybody can go. Okay. Anybody can go. They're welcome to go, and it's it's really it's an intimate setting. I mean, they can, you know, bring your kids, your grandkids, whatever, if they want to meet these guys. And and I mean, it's just an awesome opportunity because it's like. I mean, I mean, we're, the kids are all sitting outside, like right next to the ramps and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of well, wild. And you can meet Kennard, who's just a huge a hole, just one of the biggest guys out in the. Place. Yeah, I'm yeah. a little worried about bringing him there. Oh, he's know? just terrible. Yeah. He's going to show up drunk. Yeah. You know. Well, what's happening? You know, and plus I got the. Yeah, he might even join up with the metal militias. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Fitzpatrick is putting on the show this year. Usually, Jeff Tilton is my partner on this, but yeah, like I said, Tilton kind of begged off this year. He put me off. Uh, you know, he, he just was trying to put it together, trying to right. make it happen. And then when he couldn't, he, he said, hey, he, uh, he said, give Jimmy a call, which I did. And uh, so Jimmy Fitzpatrick is uh, coming out there. You know, he's got a compound and all the guys out yeah, there yeah. at his place oh, and cool. all that. Uh, Tilton, Cole called the show a little while ago, a couple weeks back. So it's kind of cool. Hadn't heard from him for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Jeff. Jeff Jeff was a great guy. What great, to, great guy. Okay, so what time and where? Where's Loma? 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Loma Linda Children's Hospital in Loma Linda, California. Okay. It's on uh, 11, uh, oh, God, I, you know, I'm not at home right now. Uh, the you address, can work to Google. You can work to Google. And right. it's, yeah, it's in, in Loma Linda, and it's, uh, what we do is we do the, the demo at 11 o'clock. Well, you know, they'll they'll do like a thing with the mic, you know, we'll introduce the writers, and, mm-hmm. and I'll introduce all the people that I'm bringing out. And then uh, they'll do the demo. It lasts 20, 30 minutes. And then after that, uh, they feed us. And then we split into two groups and go and visit every kid in the hospital and hand out just, I mean, shitloads of swag. It's yeah. an amazing event. Oh, we, had that, cool. we, we hand out so much swag. And the sponsors, I mean, they, they came out of the woodwork this year. Awesome. They really did. How many years have you been doing this? This will be my 11th year doing it. It's actually been 12 years, but one year we missed because there was like a flu epidemic. And uh, oh. so they didn't want to compromise the kids. Yeah. Like well, scruffy dirt bikers, what, you know. And, and look, some of these kids, Clean. some of these kids have serious issues in there. You know, they don't have a lot of time left, and this kind of stuff is, you know, brightens their day, makes them forget about it at least for a little while. Um, you know, they get to see the freestyle guys, and then, of course, Trey Art and those dudes like that. So, well, that's my question. What? Oh, yeah, it? yeah, it's it's a, it's so cool. I mean, you know what? It, well, the first year I did it, I, I brought Emig and uh, uh, Trevor Vines and Nate Ramsey and just a few guys, Danny Smith, and believe it or not, Josh Hansen went right. Uh-huh. And uh, tattooist Josh Hansen, man, jo- Josh is a great guy. Anyway, uh, and we just went. We didn't we obviously we didn't have any jump ramps or anything. We just yeah. went there to hand out swag and visit the kids. And and it's a little awkward, you know, because these kids don't. They're, you know, they're not exactly Supergrass fans. I yeah, mean, they, they yeah. range in age from infants to eighteen years old or so. And and I dropped off a bunch of videos, bar to bar videos, like two weeks before. I, get, I I dropped them off all around the hospital. I said, here, play these. You know, let mm-hmm. the kids play these so they know. Kind of who these guys are when they get here. Yeah, 
shit. We got there, not one of them was fucking opened. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. What right. type anyway, of what type of illnesses so cool. do these kids Hemming have? Hemming was so good with the kids. I mean, he broke the ice, and, and it just went really well. And then the third year, Travis Pastrana came on board, and he said, man, we, we need to get some jump ramps out here. And I said, hey, I'm down with that. I, yeah. I'm sure the hospital wouldn't do it, but they, did. they went for it. Yeah, what type? Uh, they totally went for it. Yeah. What what type of illnesses do these kids have and range from? Like what 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 is it that they if it from? Well, you know, you know, I mean, there's of course there's an oncology unit. That, that's kind of how I got the idea. I was visiting a nurse friend of mine that works in oncology, which is like basically the cancer ward. And um, you know, it's it's a lot of these kids are terminal. I mean, we've we've lost a lot. I mean, it's hard. I I don't know how these people, the you know, the nurses and doctors, I don't know how they can detach themselves. It's very difficult. I mean, because I mean, you, it's, they're, they're going to lose, you know, you're going to lose some kids and, um, and they do this, you know, that's such an excellent hospital, it's a fantastic hospital. And, you know, I, we, we've raised money during the year, like, uh, Feld, um, you know, Dave, Dave Prater hooked me up with tickets and I hook up people with tickets and I make them, uh, I don't make them, but I ask that they, you know, they donate to the kids fair, which, which they do. Most of them do ones that don't aren't going to get tickets next year. So they know, but anyway, um, between that and then uh, uh, Ed Wilson at the uh, Fire and Police uh, Motocross team. I mean, he, he all the events that he does during the year, he saves the money up, and all the money goes into a uh, it goes into the Marty Motes Shining Star Fund, which is uh, obviously named after our, our old friend Marty, who who was you know side by side with me on this for the first few years, and and then he took his life like. Oh, about a week and a half before the event in nineteen uh, or two thousand six, and um, you know, obviously it was pretty devastating. And so, the hospital. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, first, uh, first uh, Heather, his widow, she in lieu of flowers, she had everybody, you know, for put donations for Children's Hospital because Marty liked the event so much. Yeah. And so, money came in. They started a fund called it the Marty Moe Shining Star Fund. They named a star after him, or at least a star, or whatever the heck they do, and yep. and it was a it was a really cool deal. And so we have this fund that we put money into that is used to buy things that fall outside the purview of of uh, outside what they can spend their hospital resources on. You know, like like uh, just pure instant gratification shit for the kids is what the way I look at it. You know, cool. Stuff that's going to bring a smile to their face, not. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd love to give them a check for fifty grand and, and have it, you know, and go towards R and D. But you know, yeah, they have that money. They have their own avenues of re- of uh, funding for that. You know, this is just well, money to put smiles on the kids' faces. We we you, consoles um, for their TVs and shit like that. You ever uh, you ever bring Tim Ferry there? Tim Ferry, you know, I, I don't think I've even asked him. Uh, okay. Heard of that guy? Well, let That's me tell all, you, yeah, yeah, no. Hey, you I, order, I, you bring him to one of those things. He cures kids. Right, just by touching them, I guarantee it's you. Not just, Jesus. Just <laughs> puts his finger on them, and they cure all diseases. I guarantee you, Timmy's a magic. I man. believe it. I love Timmy. Um, I, I'd love to have him come. You know, McGrath's done it. Wyndham's come out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Those guys Timmy suck. Came out last year yeah. again. Well, no, it's Timmy. Um. Timmy be better. <laughs> Summer cross champion. He can bring his bring his trophy and everything. Uh, Bauer. He's so, from Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Bauer. So uh, again, the uh, the date and the time and where Wednesday. Wednesday, May 28th, Loma Linda Children's Hospital, Loma Linda, California, 11 a.m. And, uh, you know, like you said, after the j- demo, we, the riders awesome. hang around, they sign autographs, and it's 
we're going to have so much swag there. We're going to be looking for people to give it to. So That's awesome. Uh, good job on this. 11 years now uh, for you've done this. Uh, look for people if you want to meet some of these guys, uh, Bogle, Han, Kennard, uh, Baggett, uh, Freestyle Dudes. Uh, Steely. Steely. Jimmy Fitzpatrick, yeah. Yeah, show up at Loma Linda and uh, meet him, get an autograph, uh, see him help some kids out. And uh, good job, Bauer. Thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you, guys. Yeah, cool job, Thanks man. for having me, man. All right, no problem. All right, Thanks. See ya. Steve Bauer, everybody, doing some cool things for Loma Linda. Uh, appreciate that. And uh, it is a kind of, like, the riders are so, their guards down. They're just chill. They'll sign anything you need. You can probably ask them a question. Right. Not at a race, you know, where everything's hectic and, you know, this and that. So. Dude, I couldn't do that. I'd be so sad. I'd be, like, bummed out. Well, you're, obviously, you're almost a doctor. You can probably go and cure uh, a bunch Quincy, of them. Quincy, yeah. Quincy. The, the age range, the age range for your show must be like sixty five and up. <laughs> like Quincy's even before my time, you know what I mean? Dude, but, I'm yeah. like, wait, Jacques Cousteau's next? That's what you're gonna say next? I don't know what's next. I have no idea. But lame. We didn't even cold call Kenny tonight. I forgot. Uh, we'll do it. We'll do it later. Uh, hey, right now, let's welcome to the show a couple of lovely ladies that are a big part of uh, of everything. My wife, Pookie Mathis. Hello, hello. How are you? Good. Looking good tonight. Oh, she is yeah, looking good. No man. worries. And uh, and Chris, your wife, uh, Heather. Yeah, my lovely wife, Heather. Hello. Hi, Heather. Hello, hello. Uh, she's been sitting up here uh, with the iPad, uh, probably spending your money. Playing Saga Crush, whatever the hell those what? No, I deleted Candy Crush. Oh, there you go. It's been gone Saga for a while. Crush? That's soul sucker. <laughs> it is. What, right. Candy Crush? Oh, yes. God, don't even Pookie, start. Pookie, you don't do that anymore. No, I deleted it recently, yeah. too. Yeah. What level did you get to? Like 370 oh, something. Oh, man, I didn't make it that far. Um, so, hey, we usually we thought we'd have both of you guys on here um, for a little fun little segment. Um, neither one of you, you – look, both of you have been around the industry a long time. Uh, know a lot of the riders, know a lot of the industry. Uh, you're both married to failed pro riders. I never got it out of Manitoba. Uh, Kiefer, you made it to the big show, but uh, Canadian factory rider, but never became yeah. – you know, Can't retire. Can't <laughs> retire off your race winnings at Supercross and, and Nationals and everything else. Right. So. Ladies, we're sorry. We both failed. We're, <laughs> yeah, sorry. we're really sorry. But you can't say I didn't try. No, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you did. Uh, good, you gave it a good college try. <laughs> good job on that. Uh, so we thought we'd play a little game, the Real Housewives of Moto here. We got a bunch of scenarios set up, uh, multiple choice answers, or you can go off and you can go on your own if you want, if you don't like the answers. Uh, but we thought we'd see how you guys would react if you did make it. As a rider's like wife. If we didn't fail you. If, if we didn't fail you. If we became something. If, if I you know, took my four Manitoba titles and became you know, something. If, be, if Kiefer would have kept the big boar going uh, yeah. and really made something of himself. We thought we'd and, – and also, too, we'll see how your answers differ. We'll see if you guys act the same, think the same or not, or, or how you guys feel about this. Okay. So, uh, we both gave you the questions ahead of time, so you've looked at them and you've approved them and stuff like this. So, so let's just figure it out here. Um, all right. Okay. So you're – a rider's wife. A factory rider. This is all these scenarios. What rider? <laughs> oh, boy. Some of these questions are taken right yeah. from situations that I know exist with some of these top riders, <laughs> by the way. So you're just, you know, you're one of the top factory riders in the, in the, you know, he's a millionaire. So, you know, you got to pick about five or six guys in the sport and you're now married to them. And, uh, not Am I us, pregnant? Because a lot of them are pregnant right now. I know, but <laughs> Piggy, don't. I'm just me. You're you're just go. You're uh, you're not ma- <laughs> you're not married to these us two schlubs. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 No offense to the schlubs, Kiefer. Yeah, so I'm, but I'm with that mustache that. right now, you're kind of. I a am rocking a real dirty. <laughs> mustache. So okay, right now. so you're talking to a fellow moto wife, 
and she's complaining about the media in the sport being too hard on her husband. What do you say back to her? Tell her that you understand it's terrible to hear here and what a bad position she is in. Tell her that she's never worked a day in her life and she, she should be looking on the positive side of things. Neither of you worked a day in your life either, by the way, because you're married to a factory writer. Uh, tell her you understand and it's too bad, but be thinking, whatever, bitch. Which, uh, <laughs> right, which, which one, Pookie, which one are you? Or are you going up the map with your own answer? It depends who F I'm married to. No, you're de- no, you're married to. I really to- want to know who I'm married to. No. Who, would, who do you want to be married to? <laughs> In hypothetical, know. you're married to a top oh, factory okay. writer. Okay, okay. He makes millions. That's so the you're bottom not the line. Media. What? <laughs> no, he's Steve Mathis, the factory racer slash millionaire. Yeah, you talk shit on him too. You'd be like, yeah, fuck them. You say that about the media. Yeah. Yeah. F That's them. That's your girl. Yep. Okay. Heather, what do you what do you what do you say? What do you say back to this moto this fellow moto wife? <sighs> Jeez. Do you sympathize with them? Uh, probably not. No? No. You just say, you deserve it? You just... Uh, well, I don't know. Depends well, know on who it is. To. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who am I married well, it's, to? It's one of your friends. It's one of your fellow MotoWise friends, you know? It's, it's somebody that you guys go, um, you know, you go shopping for Louis Vuittons together. You go... Weekly. <gasps> Yeah, weekly. Daily. Daily. <laughs> Hourly. Right. <laughs> it's one of your tight moto friends. And they're complaining about the media. Yeah, so whatever they complain about, you just complain about it too. Okay, you're both just hard done by. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You actually complain that it's even worse for your husband because your husband's even okay. better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're even harder on my husband. Yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah, you can, you say, well, listen, yeah, let me tell you about my husband. Wah, wah, uh, Heather, we'll go with you. One of the energy drink girls is hitting on your man at an after party. Yeah, she's she's bl- she's got her arm around him. She's you know got the arm the hand on the chest. Oh jeez. Do you a beat her down? B tell him that he better not get any wise ideas, or C do nothing and just say you know what? Hey, I got a good life. I'm married to this guy. Let it happen. Like whatever. The first time I would go with C. The second time it happened, I'd accidentally trip the bitch. <laughs> so you get your man gets one, but he. But I like how you never come down on the man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it I'm depends good. on right. who it is. Right. If I it's Diana, it's okay because we know that Diana's one of his freebies because he loves Diana. No, but you're not married to the schlub with the stash. You're married um, to a hot factory rider. Right. Well, they're not that hot. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying you're not. You got You're not married to us losers. Right. You're married to a top rider in well, the sport. Well, can't I be married to him and just pretend that he's no. a factor? Why? No, it's my that game. That would make it easier. It's my right. game. It's my game. Because <laughs> then we really don't care about. So him. You, you. So you let the dude. You let the first time you let it happen, and the second time you trip the bitch. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Pookie, what do you do? All moto wives know that track snacks are not anything to be feared. Oh, you just don't matter. Doesn't matter. So really? your, your man's not going to do anything. He does. More power to him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Track snacks are not feared. That's a shirt. Yeah. Uh, number uh, three. We'll go, Poogie, we'll go with you. Okay. You're married to one of the best riders in the world. He makes millions of dollars. He's a huge fan favorite. Everybody loves him. You're a, he's a, you know, won multiple titles, blah, blah, blah. Yet you're pretty sure he's cheating with you. Not, 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 the girl's not hitting on him. You're pretty sure he's cheating on you on the weekends when you're at home. Do you, A, do nothing, let the checks roll in. You, sh- you, show, you turn a blind eye. Okay, you're just you like, whatever. do that, but what else can I do? Uh, <laughs> you get proof on his phone, whatever. You confront him, you beat him down, and you get a divorce. And you immediately take, you know, half, half. his money. Yeah. Uh, or C, 
you go to counseling because you really love him and you want to work through your problems. Oh my what do you do? Um, Pookie. That guy's going down. If I don't have a prenup, then I would probably get Take, a divorce. Get the divorce. Get, yeah. the, get half the money. Yeah. If I had a prenup, I'd probably think a little harder would about you, it. Would you sign a prenup? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a good Okay. One. You'd sign a prenup? Mm-hmm. Damn it. Should have did it. Yeah. That all that money that you got. Yeah, she ain't gonna get my PS4 and stuff. <laughs> Shit. Uh, what do you, Heather? What do you What do you do? Think. What do you What do you do? A lot of travel. Who cares? Oh, I go to every race. Oh, okay. If I have no kids, I'm going to every race. Really? Why am I sitting at home? If you have no kids, you're going to every race. Well, yeah, I want to yeah. be there to support my husband. Why am I? What at if home? I'm What if I'm banging it out in the asterisk rig or something when you're not around or something? You mean like the Cherubis rig? Yeah, exactly. yeah. You're really gonna <laughs> bang it in the asterisk. But rig. it's not him. No, I'm just saying the husband. Like, I'm just saying, what if I'm like that dirty? Do you think Doc I'm... Bodner's going to let that happen? <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, Kiefer's in there. He's got a sore groin. <laughs> Diana I got to rub my upper thighs. Right, right. Um, what do you do? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm with him. Okay, okay. So you know what? you're not playing this Keep game going. very good. <laughs> well, I'm telling you where I'd be. Keep and going. Um, Counseling? Is it the first time or is it the second time? Is it yeah. multiple times? So women? you're doing nothing <laughs> and let the checks roll in. <laughs> the first time. Uh, I might smack him around at home. Okay. Right. There it's might be a Lorena Bobbitt <laughs> threat made. You never know. Right. There's an 80s reference. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's good. I, I agree, Quincy. Um, you bet, uh, uh, Blair. That's a life. Blair. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Again, with the Energy Drink Girls. One of the Energy Drink Girls invites you and your top rider husband to have a threesome with her at, a, at an after party. Do you, A, say yes and hope you have a secure relationship and everything's good. Say no because that's not cool. Or C, beat the bitch down. Pookie, what do you do? Well, I mean, yeah, who wouldn't do? Who wouldn't have a threesome with a monster girl? But it depends on the monster girl. Yeah, it does. For it me. has to just be Diana, right? Oh no, no. no there's other one, Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just you just have to do it, Pookie. You just have. I mean, yeah, I would do it. Nice, Yolo? Uh, Heather. Uh, depends on who it is. Cassidy. We'll just go down the list. This one, yes. This one, no. This one, yes. I this mean, one, no. look, they're just generic energy drink. They're hot. I didn't know I had to, like, clarify Name which one. I know. Exactly. Heather's, <laughs> Heather's bombing right now. Come on, babe. What? Well, it's not that she's bombing. I just didn't know I had to, like, list them, you know. <laughs> well, for girls, we're more particular. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Number five. Question number five. Your husband's team is a joke. His bike is breaking. His mechanics sucks. He's not able to go out there and get any kind of finishes. He's struggling uh, mostly because of the team slash bike slash mechanic. Do you, A, do nothing? B, say something to the team or the team, team owner slash team manager? Or C, go on social media and blow everyone out of the water, <laughs> which has happened a few times. Uh, Heather, what do you do? Uh, I wouldn't say anything. That's, that's his job. That's his business. I just I support him yeah. in whatever he chooses. So – I let him run it. I'm not getting in the middle of it. Okay. All right. Pookie? No, I take the Brittany Chizzy route. I blow everybody out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany Chizzy does that? No, I'm just... I don't think... She might, though. She, I'm just she, thinking of somebody right. who wouldn't hold their tongue. Right. Yeah, Brittany, bro. <laughs> so you go on Instagram and, and post it like a Ghostbuster yeah. symbol with your husband's bike <laughs> He in could the be winning if it weren't for this joke of a team. <laughs> We'd be on the top <laughs> of the box. Joke. Oh, man. Pookie. It works for everybody else. Watch out, dude. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
All right, number six, last question. Your husband is a top rider, of course, once again, millionaire. He wants to get you new boobs, some lip work, and whatever else you may want, a nip and a tuck, uh, <laughs> uh, nose jobs, and it's no worries about the money at all. Do you say, yeah, sure, why not? Double Ds all the way? Or B, say no and wonder if he really loves you for the way you are. What do you say to a husband? Wait, I, I went with you last time, so Heather, we'll go with you. What do you say to the husband that says, hey, we need to do all this work on you? Hell yeah. Give me some fake tits. I'm all about it. All work. All, well, I don't know about all work, but Lips, give me some boobs. face. I, am I post-baby? Because I might need a nip and a tuck. You never okay. know. Got to keep that shit looking all right. good. All right. So no problems. No. All right, Pookie. Especially in our industry. Pookie? You know, it's rough up here at the top. <laughs> top riders pool. Uh, yeah, I would, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, so no, no. I'll take some boobs. No, no qualms about like, you don't love me the way I am. No, no, no. no. Accepting gifts all day long. <laughs> well, that's it. That's uh, the Motor Wives questions. Six questions. That's all I can see the back. Do you have any other questions that I did? I miss anything? No, I think you covered a wide spectrum of things. <laughs> Devin, you got anything that comes to mind? As far as like housewife stuff goes, questions, no. questions that we didn't get to, or something. I uh, think good motto. I like. I could throw a trivia away. question out, but I don't know if then. No, we're nah, gonna yeah. trivia, but um, no, all right. Well, you both have seemed what, really, okay. shallow, really shallow. Really superficial. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm All kidding. right. I, I, I got a question. Okay. Okay. If you are a rider's wife and a, uh, let's say, rival rider and wife, one of the riders cleans the other rider out, what do you do? Yeah, That's a good, good, good question. Out. So, Villaman, JT, you, San Francisco, you, you know. Do you A, do nothing, B, confront them there in person, or C, Brittany Chizzy, blow them out of the water, Instagram, selfie, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Snapchat. All of it. All of it. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard wives talking about this, and I know that if it's a problem. If, if, you mess with, if your man messes with my man, then it's a problem between you and me. So I know that that's a, one of the rules. I have seen many woman-on-woman fights at the local tracks before. Ooh. I was racing one time, and Heather got into it with a mom, one of the riders' moms that we were I did. Really? Yes. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> they were doing a team race, and she tried jumping on the bike where they were trying to exchange the band, and I was like, what, what the hell are you doing? She's like, yeah, 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 it was like a whole drama. I had to, so I had to the calm wife it down. tried to jump? It was the mom of the, the mom? kid racing. Yeah, the mom was tripping out because me and the kid were having a little battle fest, and uh -huh. uh, the kid went ape shit and jumped on the bike, so we couldn't swap the bands. And I was like, ah, it's fun, whatever. It's just a fun ride. Day in the dirt. You're like, just calm yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I look yeah. over, and the chicks are barking at each other. And she I'm was like, like some 50-year-old mom. I'm like, go back to Macy's. Get out of the dirt. <laughs> That's where Pookie works. Well, she yeah, was dressed all no in fur. That's so funny. No bike. So, all right. Well, thanks for playing, both of you. Yeah, hey. we did it. We don't good know times. if it's su successful, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just wanted to – I just – yeah, I'm still trying to. Did they answer? It's an experiment. You? No, no, they don't. They don't. Yeah. They don't shock me at all. Pookie no. still wants to know who she's married to, though. <laughs> right. I know she doesn't really play. And in the who's game. the monster girl? What? And the who's the monster girl? <laughs> They're all the same. They're all hot, big boobs, right? I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> well, some are hotter than others. Yeah, yeah, but they're all. You're still gonna bang all of them. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, all I know is Mercedes was in here one time, so I know who that is. I used to fly back with her because she lived in Vegas, so I know that one, and I know. Summer? You wouldn't know who that is. Who's Bowers' chick? Brady. You wouldn't know her either. I feel like I would have. You know a name. <laughs> okay. There's like a hundred of them. You're, you're a monster girl. 
Both of you. You're a hot monster girl. Okay. Dirt Shark wants to put you on oh, his videos. dude. Hell no. He wants you to shake your ass. No. He's getting up in your junk with the I'm camera. I'm kicking him in his balls if he does that. <laughs> okay. He's getting in the junk. No. He's like up He's there. getting a stiletto to his okay. dad's. All right. If you're a monster girl, would you would you still date another rider? Do you if you're if you work in that industry? Become a monster girl. Well, no. Well, okay. Okay. What if you? Not not. Smoogie's. She really struck out with me. Like like I I I was a mechanic. I was only a mechanic. Sorry, Pookie. Just a bit outside. I know. I didn't make it over you. He sucked her in. Jeff Emig. Propositions you in a bar. That's oh, kidding, on, don't put me in these I'm crazy joking. Situations. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I, I already know. I'm not answering. I'm not <laughs> asking answer the questions it. that I know the answers to. Exactly. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We're going to be on the air for a little bit while longer. You can call in if you want. Talk Glenn Helen opener. Uh, ask Pookie and Heather what were they thinking with some of their answers. <laughs> Did you talk about your fantasy league yet? Nope. Oh, you Why got not? your ass whooped. Pulpamex.com, click on the forums, and then click on Fantasy. We're running a fantasy league. We're going to have a lot of prizes uh, from all of our sponsors. I just haven't figured them out yet. Can you, uh, uh, can you join still? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Because I think that. we're dropping one. I think you drop your worst round. So. Okay, cool. Because uh, I'm going to jo- do Pookie, that. I Pookie joined. I laughed at her 250 picks. They were ridiculous. Ah! At the end of the day, though, she ended up beating me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. She picked like – well, she picked Sealy, and I'm like, why ain't you got a top five? You got third. Is that the first time he's podiumed? No, I think he put him in Paula. Okay. Uh, a couple years ago. So it's been Calvary. Sealy rode great, though. Sealy rode he really well. Really he showed me a lot at Glen Helen. There's no doubt about it. Um, so, yeah, go to Fantasy League. Yeah, so who knows more about Moto? Hmm. Hmm. I guess you do. I guess you don't really have to go to all the races now, do ya? <laughs> F you, dude. Yeah, I guess, I guess you win. Uh, they were talking a lot about the Indiana National. That's new. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Do you think it's going to be as good? Because they're hyping it up pretty who was big. the the TV show? The TV show. I was. need to watch that. Uh, yeah, it looks good. Good dirt. Good track. Uh, it's like an hour and a half outside of Indianapolis, which tells me this, I, I've been there before. They compared it but, to Redbud. Yeah, yeah. I'm just bummed out. We don't have a sand race. Oh, yeah, me yeah. too. You know, too. we need some sand. I agree. They need to go to Florida somewhere need some and have different, a national. different terrain, like an indoor race too. You went to Salt Lake City National. You sat in the press box all day. Is that we're gonna go? That's again? like a super. Is that your national? Again? Yeah, I want to go to Washougal this year too. You're not going to watch Hugo. Why not? No. I'm not taking you with Moser there. Yeah. There's just no way. Not going to happen. So It's a deadly combination. You raped her. Uh, 702-586-7857. <laughs> That's going to be me to Moser. And uh, <laughs> let's play the voicemails. You can leave voicemails anytime. And uh, these are the best of the best from uh, a couple weeks off. Um, here we go. Hey, what's happening, guys? I just got done uh, listening to the Pulp Mech show with the, uh, the man, Danny. And uh, chicken telling me. Did you listen to that? Yeah. Anyway, I got I got to awesome. got to thinking when he started talking about racing with Mike Jones and how aggressive he was. That isn't he just as crazy as a lot of them, and he's also just as big and intimidating, or maybe even more than Weston Pike. So if you can, maybe get some stories about Mike Jones on there, or even have him on. That would be pretty entertaining. Uh, I love the show. Thanks. Jones is uh, you have any Jones stories? I don't. Uh, kind of after your time a little bit. Yeah. Or before your time. Um, I just know he was a big, gnarly dude. That Jones was gnarly. Gives uh, zero Fs. Jones was as gnarly as Jones was on the track. He was gnarlier in the after parties. Uh, I partied with him. Well, I didn't party with him, but I've seen him in after parties in Germany, in Canada, in America, 
Yeah, that guy got down. He was not. He go. He went hard on and off the track. Right. We yeah. had him on the show once. Uh, that for that caller. Uh, search the archives. God, a year ago, a year and a half ago, he was on our show. So it's good to catch up with Mike Jones for sure. And he still lives out. God, by this the... Nick on Twitter. Is that the same Nick? He hundred hundred dollar. He Nick? said, uh, "Seems airtight to me. Donate the money, bro." And all he said is, "Okay, a C note, unless he not in the top five next Sunday morning." First of all, Nick. He's not racing Sacramento anyway. No, this is for the Glen Helen. For, oh. for the bet. Oh, okay. Well, Nick, you said Sunday morning. Which, so, which is wrong. Does that mean you're racing Sunday morning? You got your day wrong. I mean, if you want to. I don't. I'm not with Nick on this one. Jonesy Sorry. still living by PA Delmont? I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think so. All right, let's go. Hey, Steve. What's going on? It's the Polish Rocket. Uh, I've called in before using my real name, but I'm going with Polish Rocket tonight because you gave me that nickname at the World Bets back in 07. Anyway, three quick things. Uh, uh, rent a Supercross rider. Man, I'm thinking, screw that. I can't afford that. I want to rent Moser. Moser, I mean, i got to give props to this guy, man. First of all, he seems like a pretty cool dude to hang out with. And number two, he, uh, I mean, this guy's making his dreams come true, man. Every, every uh, keyboard jockey motocross fan wishes he could befriend a, a pro go party with a pro and moser's making that happen so probably yes. for that yes. second thing nash and every time that guy calls i gotta roll my eyes a little bit you know he seems like kind of dorky guy but again dude is making his dreams come true man he's blowing down with factory still 45 minutes on the phone he gets himself into met life i mean gotta give props to the guy man good on him man Hey, man. Hey, man. This is uh, James from up north in Canada, Fort St. John, British Columbia. Long-time listener, but never seemed to be able to catch stuff live. I was just listening to your 450 uh, podcast there for the MX Nationals, and, of course, your rant about the the TV package in Canada and whatnot. Uh, When it comes to the Nationals, it seems like we're okay. Sportsnet 1 seems to be showing the NBC coverage, and, yes, we can get Moto 1s online. Um... Just want to educate you a little bit on the speed and the Canadian broadcasting, and, and you know how that goes. Uh, due to the CDC, we cannot get Fox Sports One or Fox Sports Two in Canada. And speed was our only uh, outsource for uh, for NASCAR and and Supercross, not motocross, but Supercross. So unless uh, there's some kind of deal that goes on with the Canadian broadcasting, which we all know how that goes, you see here. Um, we will not be able to get Supercross next year, but uh, Motocross doesn't be an issue. I have no problem paying for the uh, extra coverage of the sport because without it, I don't even feel like following it if I can't see it. So uh, just my two cents there and figured I'd call in and let you know on why we'd be whining because we can't have speed anymore. Uh, so far, Bell and Rogers have dropped it, and Shaw and uh, Tellus. Um, two other providers still have a deal with Speed and Fox Sports 1. So I guess we'll see. This guy must be in TV or something. Thanks. Long-time listener. Great show. I mean, I get get a lot of Canadians saying, like, the the Nationals are only the second motos are on Sportsnet, Uh which is ESPN of Canada or whatever. But it's like, I grew up like that. Like, they're mad, and I get that they're mad, but they live in a different country. Right. What are you going to do? They live in a different country than the series. The Canadian guys, uh, motocross is such a small sport. Well, we could bitch that we don't get the Canadian Nationals here. Right? And we don't get them. We don't get them. And I mean. And we used to. 
yeah, like I, these Canadians are very upset, and they're again they're tweeting me, and they're right. they want to let me know, and all I can say is get high speed internet, and you can see the first motos. And does Costas and Travers still announce the Canadian deals? Um, no, uh, one of them still does. I, okay. I think Travers still does. Hey Steve, it's Drew from Cincinnati. I was just wondering what that thing was on the front of uh, Christophe Borsell's bike. It was like a black kind of contraption <laughs> on the front of his handlebars. He was like putting uh, his hands around it. Was it like a you know heater? what it was? Yeah, no. That's a something fan. like that yeah, or an air conditioner. Uh, let me know what that was. That was crazy. They never said anything. We never said a damn thing about it on uh, the we, air. We just an idiot. So let me know what that was, man. See ya. Uh, as a fan. Yeah, it's just a little fan blower. Cause, like, as if that thing's going to do anything, though, right? Well, he's like, he's French, and I know that I, just from what I hear, he's he gets super run down hot. Like, yeah. So he's just trying to cool himself off. That's it. Langston, Weeds, Outdoor Nationals, walk-off home run. <laughs> Nailed it. You guys that. are money. Single-handedly, not ruining our sport. In fact... Growing our sport. Very good job, guys. Keep it up. I need to watch this now. This guy's very excited. He wasn't that great. I mean, normally I, people... I will definitely say it was much better than Supercross. People love to talk shit on the announcers no matter what. So right. for this guy to like not talk shit on the announcers... When I first saw Grant Langston announce Arena Cross, I was like, this guy would be perfect for outdoors. Yeah. And sure enough, they signed him. I was like, awesome. They nailed it on the head with that one. The one thing that is better about the announcers on the Outdoor Nationals is... I don't know, on my TV and what I've gathered from Supercross, I could barely hear the guys yeah. when the race was on. Like, I couldn't hear them talking. Uh-huh. In Supercross. In Supercross. Yeah, yeah. And then in the outdoors, I actually can hear them talking and what they're talking about. So yeah. I like that part. I just love that uh, Langston does give a little bit more insight than Emming. I, it, for the people who really don't know about the sport like us and listen to the Pulp and Mech show and DMXS, I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's it. For it's good to get knows. some insight from riders, you know. Oh, yeah. That's it, Steve. Oh, yeah. that's it. Okay, yeah. that was it with your point. Yeah. 702-586-7857. You can call anytime, leave a voicemail, and uh, that would take the best of the best. And, uh, yeah, I think. Mm. Wrap it up. Let's We're killing it. Show. We're killing Let's it. call it a show. Are we on time? Devin's too? about to uh, no, uh, no, no, no. fall asleep over there. No, no, We're good. Cooper Webb, Talon Volan, Dan Truman, Steve Bauer all on tonight. That Chris? was a good show. I had fun. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Outdoor is just getting started too, so it should be interesting to see. Yeah, it's going to get good. Uh, Heather, thank you for uh, for playing along. You're very welcome. That was very good. Maybe next time you come up, we'll do it again. I don't know. I Present think some of the guys were like anti on the message board. Mm, that's, r- that's really odd. shocking. It's really <laughs> odd. The chat room didn't like it. Weird. You know, very strange. Yeah, that they they voice their their opinions. All right, uh, well, uh, hey, oh, hold on one second. Uh, sponsor deals on Pulp Mech Show. Uh, you can uh, save with a lot of our companies that sponsor our show, and we thank everybody for coming on board with us. Uh, it's awesome to see the support that all of our guys have been getting, and and uh, you guys have been supporting them. So that's that's really cool. Uh, it's awesome to see. All right, real quick, rapid fire: Who wins classes? Uh, Two fifty, four fifty. Next or hang down. Blake Baggett and Ryan Dungey. Okay. Baggett hauls ass. I think though. Kiefer. Uh, Stewart and Jeremy Martin. Wow. Heather? I don't know. <laughs> you don't even care. Right. You're still working I'll go on, with him. You're still working on the Monster Girl thing. No. <laughs> I'm in deep concentration right. over that. That's what I mean. Um, and we thank uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, 
Atlas neck braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Acherby's FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Mafia Moto Crew, Optrix and Guts Racing, and most of all, we thank Chris Kiefer. Uh, thanks for making the drive up here. Yeah, really thank you appreciate for it. Me. Always good to have you on Love the show. Love being a co-host. And, yeah, uh, I get all kinds of cool tweets. So yeah, did, keep them did, coming. Uh, you talked to Ping about this at all? I haven't talked to Ping. I'm gonna see him soon though. Okay. So that yeah. time of year we run into each other quite a bit. Right, right. Yeah, new 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 bikes coming out and everything else. Yeah. And we'll touch on that next time we get in here. We'll gotta get you in here uh, probably a couple weeks or something. We'll talk about that. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, thanks uh, everybody for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Devin. Thank you for uh, soldiering in tonight. Uh, we'll be back next Monday with another show. Paul Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff and I was totally nude and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>